We've got huge breaking news. Investigative reporter James Rosen has confirmed a, DO, uh, a DOJ official, I should say, confirms to, Jay's Ro- to Jay Rosen. Uh, not, not Jay Rosen, James Rosen. Jay Rosen's the professor, right? I totally messed this guy's name up, didn't I? Nice. James shirt. Rosen. There we go. Happens from from what was going to be the most epic breaking news, huge news, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I, I pulled the Biden guys. Yeah. Yeah. We all Welcome have gaps. Real you, sometimes you have a stutter as a kid. And it's Let's try again. Whole life. <laughs> we got a huge story. Uh, James Rosen, investigative reporter for Sinclair, says a DOJ official confirms that there is an FBI criminal investigation into Hunter Biden that is still active pertaining to money laundering. The Democratic presidential nominee's son is currently under active investigation by the FBI for crimes related to everything that has been revealed in these emails. Tony Bobulinski has released documents and the media isn't covering it. That's sh- a shock. I wonder why that is. Yeah, it's so weird. Do you think they, they, they prefer they, one maybe, candidate or political party or something? No, no. It, it, it must yeah. be that they just didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an honest mistake. They're busy. They're every, busy people. That you know, that the New York Times, the Washington Post, like, ABC, NBC, CBS, they just it just <laughs> slipped all their mind. Oh, oh, I totally forgot they were gonna do it, and then they didn't do it. You know, sometimes everyone just drops the ball on a really big story that could change the outcome of an election, and it's nobody's fault. It just happens. It yeah, doesn't mean yeah. anything. Exactly. Yeah. Is it, is it and, it, and and it'll be it, and you know if Joe Biden gets elected, even though he. He's, he's corrupt and we have evidence of his family's corruption. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It, you know, it's, it's a good thing. That'd be fine. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, like they spent three and a half years just screaming nonsense conspiracy theories mm-hmm. about the president of the United States colluding with Russia. And then we have an open investigation about a presidential candidate's son essentially colluding with a foreign power, right? Because he was working with the Ukrainians or he was working with a Ukrainian company. Well, his and father, his father had, well, yeah, his father told the Ukrainians they had, there was a solid quid pro quo, had them fire an investigator who was looking into Burisma, which is a company that paid him a up to fifty thousand dollars a month at eighty three thousand. Yeah, up to eighty three thousand, which Jeez, is insane. Uh, and that's not really a story, though. That's, that's not something we can start up. Here's yeah, what people realize. you know, and this isn't this story isn't just uh, the media going after right wing press trying to smear a family member of a presidential candidate to do a guilt by association thing. These are things Joe Biden very well could have been involved no, with, no, and we know in the shame, emails. Shameless, shameless. I'm sorry. Is this shame? Shame. Am I off base here? Shameless. <laughs> yes. Look, if if it's true that Joe Biden, you know, used his son and his brother as an intermediary to get massive uh, money, like a a, um, what was it? A no interest loan of five million dollars from China to never be paid back or a small loan of five million dollars, a small loan of five million dollars. And like if his son was getting a lucrative job uh, on the board of an energy company in a country where the dude doesn't speak the language and has no experience, he's getting eighty three thousand dollars a month. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But you know what I heard? Donald Trump got two scoops of ice cream. Whoa, that's also He's true. Got yeah. two. He's actually, no, Orange no, man is corrupt. criminal. And, and I am glad. I am really glad that the media was there to tell that story because it was a very important one. He got one. two scoops? He, he got, got two. two scoops, and everyone else dude. only got one. Two scoop Trump. Uh, you know what else I heard? Well, he's not going to get two terms. And this, was, and, and this is CNN, so you know it's legit. And yeah. then and then CNN reported Trump's salt and pepper shaker bigger than everyone else's. And wow. again, CNN confirmed. Oh, now, if we didn't know about this, could you imagine a president who we like imagine reelecting a man who got two scoops of ice well, cream? Well, it just seems like something that people of this country have a right to know. I agree. I know. Uh, I know. They yeah. and, and, and he was so, actually eating and, it, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's, that's insane. OK, now that we've really hammed it up <laughs> for like what if it's, 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> well, so much fun, I, man. I, no, not a, not a, now. I don't we tell the audience how we really the feel. The thing is, we yeah. were just <laughs> JK guys. Biden, we actually don't like Joe Biden or think it's good that the media is ignoring the story. If Biden's son. Hunter was actually involved in like an international money laundering scandal. It's not that big a deal because it's Joe Biden. Yes. So like it's not that big of a deal. That's basically it. 
you know, that what just happens mean? every now yeah. and again. Sometimes I mean, you if actually- Joe Biden's like an international criminal, it's not that big of a deal because it's, you know, it's because it's Joe Biden. It's yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah. Now, Donald yeah, yeah, Trump, I heard, I'm tracking. I heard he only paid $750 in taxes. Whoa. Are no. you kidding me? You said not to slam the table? <laughs> <laughs> That's bad for audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, ladies, let it go. Ladies, ladies I have a question. Well, it, it also, didn't um, did these emails, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but didn't they say things like, I can get you a meeting with the big guy? Oh, yeah, tons of stuff. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it because first I want to point out, there's like nobody covering the story. Mm-hmm. And there's like two local ABC outlets from Sinclair. And, you know, they're going to accuse Sinclair of being conservative. But this is James Rosen. He's like a veteran reporter who's targeted. But, um... From all of this, we have another major, major breaking story. And this is serious. Glenn Greenwald, one of yeah. the most, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying this legitimately. The dude's got 1.5 million followers. He's probably one of the most famous and one of the most consequential journalists of the past couple of decades. He, he released the NSA documents. This is Edward Snowden leaks, yeah, thousands right. of documents. This was huge. He launched the intercept and now he has come out saying, that the editors at his own company that he co-founded are refusing to publish damning information about the Biden family. And they would they were censoring his article and they wouldn't even let him, even though he has a contract guaranteeing his right to do so, they wouldn't let him publish anywhere else. So he had to quit his own company. That's how corrupt media has become. And we are sitting on a big story. So we're going to get into this. Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoyed that opening bit. Um, smash the like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We are live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. I'm hanging out with uh, with Ian. And what up, homies? And Seamus, of course, because we're just doing a bit, and Lydia's producing. A, a... I'm over here in the corner. Hi, uh, Lydia. Hey. So well, let's just let's just uh, I want to I want to jump right in. Let's get right start uh, started. Yeah, yeah a lot this of is from ABC Three. We are TV or Where TV. How do you pronounce it? DOJ official confirms FBI 2019 criminal investigation into Hunter Biden still active, and they say a Justice Department official has confirmed to Sinclair Broadcast Group that the FBI opened up a criminal investigation into Hunter Biden and his associates back in 2019, focused on allegations of money laundering, and that the probe remains active. Sinclair investigative reporter James Rosen has also spoken with a central witness in these allegations, which suggests that former Vice President Joe Biden knew more than he has acknowledged about his son's overseas dealings. Tony Bobulinski was thrust into the national spotlight on the evening of the final presidential debate. It was on that night the former business associate of Hunter Biden claimed Democratic nominee Joe Biden knew about his son taking payments from Chinese and Ukrainian companies and strongly suggested he got a kickback. Bobulinski discussed why he feels, if elected, Biden would be compromised by the Chinese government and much more in an exclusive interview with Rosen. Quote, the, comp- the compromise they have is that in the documents they have, uh, that have been well provided to the Senate, to Congress, to the Department of Justice via the FBI, that CEFC was effectively loaning money directly to the Biden family. And this is getting swept under the rug. The story let, is just let, two let, hours old, right? Let me just, uh, I don't even know if it's that, I think it's, it's relatively new. So but it might start I, getting picked up. I just want to stress, yeah, maybe. The Democratic presidential nominee for the most powerful position in the world, his son, is under a criminal investigation by the FBI for... Money laundering. And has been Internet. for a year? For over a year. And while while Joe Biden was running in the primary, and I can only imagine while Trump was dealing with, you know, impeachment. Mm-hmm. So all of this Ukraine stuff was going on. Imagine when we started talking about Burisma and all of that impropriety, if news broke that actually, yeah, Hunter Biden's under a criminal investigation. Crazy. 
Yeah, and, and also he sniffs children and can't say words right. That's true as so, well. That's a good point. I don't know. If you want to vote for him, I guess that is technically your right. But I can't. Does see anyone a really want to. to vote for him? That's the nobody thing. wants. I don't to vote think for him. anyone wants to vote for him. I think so. some people are just scared of Trump. Agreed. They're voting right. against Trump. That's what it is, and yeah. rightly so. You know, Trump's not the best. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he's best. way better. I think he's a better option. But I, I could see why people would yeah, be turned yeah. off by him for sure. Yeah. I just wish he was nicer. You seem quiet, Tim. What are you thinking about? I don't know. I feel like he's not nice, but that's also so much of his strength because his base just loves the way, myself included, right? I love the way that he stands up to the media. So I shouldn't even just say his base, but I think the American people in general are so got, sick of I, the dominant media. I got to give a brief shout out to Tim, to you, because you're like the only person I know that kept at that Burisma thing. And like two months ago, three months ago, four months ago, you were talking about yeah. it. And I, I mean, was like, a bunch of was going over my, I didn't know what it, you meant. Half the time I'd be like, this thing Tim again? Knows, this yeah. Let me. Date concept. But let like, me help everyone understand. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Hunter Biden got hired to be on the board of directors for a company called Burisma Energy, founded by a man named by Mykola Zlachevsky. Mm. Zlachevsky was under several active investigations confirmed by Matt Taibbi, 13 to 14, according to some Ukrainian officials. This man, founder of Burisma, his his dealings could have resulted in and potentially did result in active investigations and inactive investigations of Burisma and all of its board members, as well, including Hunter Biden. Rosemont, uh, Rosemont Seneca was was uh, the name of the company that was receiving money. Blue Star Strategies was a PR firm that represented them and had and had emails sent to the State Department complaining about the investigation. There's a bunch of separate instances, and I, I, I want to be careful, so I'm not going to go through them specifically where you can follow this timeline where this PR firm was like, yo, what's going on? Why are we being investigated? We're not doing anything wrong. Hey, let them know Hunter Biden's on the board. Oh, wow. Joe Biden shows up after Blue Star Strategies was on some White House phone call. He shows up and says, fire him or you're not getting the money. Now, as most of you know, Trump couldn't do this either. And neither could Joe Biden withhold aid mm-hmm. and threaten a, a country. Mm-hmm. Now, they complain that Donald Trump threatened to withhold aid from Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. That was the basis of the impeachment part of it. Joe Biden was literally on video saying, I told them to their faces, I will withhold the aid. And they said, you can't do that. And he said, call the president. See what he says. <laughs> yep. One I- billion dollars in, in, in guaranteed loans you will not get unless you fire this guy. And Matt Taibbi, in his writing, he says he contacted officials, longstanding liberal journalist, Matt Taibbi, mind yeah. you, mm-hmm. f- formerly of Rolling Stone, said thir- potentially 13 to 14 active and inactive investigations against this guy. The, when Joe Biden got this guy fired, he goes, sure enough, you know, our son, son of a son bee, of, yeah. guy gets fired. <laughs> the oh, new geez. guy who came in cleared Zlochevsky of all wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Zlochevsky was then able to return to Ukraine, and it wasn't until 2018, all of a sudden, he had to flee the country again mm-hmm. when more corruption charges emerged. So why was Hunter Biden getting between fifty and eighty-three thousand dollars a month to be on the board of a company for which he has no experience, doesn't speak the language, and then his dad intervened and fired the prosecutor? Now the mainstream news repeatedly says it's fake news; it's not true, and we know they're lying. It's 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 it is so insane the lies. I mean, at the very least, how would they know it was fake? I mean, the most you can know is that you don't know if it's real or you don't know if it's fake. I'll tell you this. Well, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you this. At the very least. Don't you think it warrants a special prosecutor and a three-year-long investigation? 
Maybe maybe we can get Bob Mueller on this one. Huh? Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> I don't I don't know, Tim. Maybe Hunter's just a savant, and he was he started there as a janitor, and he was writing on the chalkboards, and he just knew everything Probably. about energy he needed to know. And they're like, let's give Except- him a fifty to eighty thousand dollar a month position, despite the fact that he literally has no formal training in anything related to this field. And now, man, I tell you what, I was watching the five earlier. And sometimes I wonder if, like, they put Juan Williams on that show just to get someone to, like, oh, you know, yeah. like a punching bag. Because mm-hmm. the dude just, he's hes very emotional and clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. And so they're all laughing at him. I'm like, this is so weird to watch. <laughs> like, Jesse Waters is laughing at him. How dumb he is. And I'm like, that's kind of mean, <laughs> man. That's very mean. But it's- so, so Juan Williams is like, I read the Wall Street Journal. It says Joe Biden was not officially on any rolls. And then, and then they're all laughing at him. And they're like, because it was you, like the accusation is not that Joe Biden joined a company in China when he was vice president. The accusation is that while Joe Biden was vice president, he flew his son, Hunter Biden, on Air Force Two to China for private equity inv- uh, investment deals. Yep. That literally happened. And then later on, we learned that one of these deals ended up getting a, a $5 million loan to the Biden family. Tony Bobulinski got offended by this. And said they went behind my back and made millions of dollars. Oof. I wonder if if the reason Bobby Linsky is coming out is because he realized when these emails got leaked, they straight up they 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 knifed him in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's supposed to be this guy who's working with them to do this big deal. They tell him, "Nah, we're not going to do it." Then he sees in the email, it's like we get five million dollars in an you know a forgivable loan with no with no interest. He's like, "What? Yeah, where's my cut?" <laughs> Seriously, and he's like, I'm dropping the documents. And then he published audio. He gave it to Tucker. Where he call, he's on the phone with these guys and they're like, Tony, you're going to bury all of us, man. Yeah. Yep. I think they realized they screwed this dude over. And now I'm not, I'm not going to impugn the honor of Tony Bobulinski. I don't know why he's coming forward now, but I, I do want to point this out. If he knew that he was meeting with Joe Biden in secret, it's like part of the story he told you like in the, in, in the bar and like no one can see them and they're talking. If he knew the goal was to peddle influence, he's only coming out now. He waited this long. He complains about them making money. To be fair, he said that he tried everything to stop it when he realized they weren't doing a legitimate deal. It was an influence deal. And then he found out later they made millions of dollars from the Chinese behind his back. So his story is he thought he stopped it. And then he found out later they went forward with this influence peddling. Hmm. And he's mad about it. It's and also, respectable. I mean, the dude's a, a veteran. I got no reason to. It's to, also possible that he would have been implicated if he didn't work with the FBI on this. I think so. I don't know, though. I mean, perhaps. Or perhaps the FBI has got a bunch of crooked people in it, and they're not going to go after the Bidens because they hate Trump so much. Entirely political. Dude, I tell you what, man. I I can't imagine that the things we're seeing to this scale are just... I don't know how to describe it, man. But you've got some deeply crooked people in this country. And, you know, seeing what happened with Glenn Greenwald, The Intercept, there are evil... A, I, this is this is the craziest thing to me. Well, how do you describe someone who knows they're lying and cheating to help corrupt individuals to stop because they hate Trump? Like, how do you describe someone that's willing to subvert the will of the people? That's a, that's a, that's that's the antithesis of this country yeah. of democratic values of liberal liberalism, like classical liberalism, the idea of the individual. But not even just classical liberalism, but basic human decency. Seriously? I mean. If you were a monarchist mm-hmm. or, a, a, or a despotist, mm-hmm. if that's a, such, such a thing, or maybe a feudalist, you'd absolutely love your lords lording over you mm-hmm. with unlimited power. And you'd want to serve them and just do whatever they want. If you're an authoritarian or a communist, I suppose. There are people in this country, in media and in government, who know that Joe Biden did these things. Mm-hmm. 
and they're going to protect him because orange man bad. Well, this is the irony of it, though. I actually think under a lot of those systems, people would be more likely to say this person, even though they're in a position of authority over me, they're hopelessly corrupt and I might not abide by that. Uh, well, I mean, they would because the system would require that they would. But it, it seems as if when you're in a democratic system and the leaders are chosen, you have to justify their behavior more often to justify your decision to have chosen them in the first place. So I think people are more likely to get on board and rationalize this kind of horrible behavior. I just think you've got blind tribalist zealots. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you're undermining the public's faith in our intelligence community and our media institutions. Good. Oh, yeah, the NSA. <laughs> yeah, yeah great. Absolutely. Wouldn't it be and Homeland you know, Security? You know, no, what's really funny department. is like uh, when I was reading some of the criticisms about Glenn Greenwald, I'm just like, I'm right there. You know, it, it, there's, there's a bunch of journalists who all of a sudden have become staunchly anti-democratic party for some reason. Yep. And so people are like, Tim Pool's right wing. And I thought about it and I'm like, there's a lot of reasons. But a really good example is the media is a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. 100%. And there's no denying it at this point. Literally no denying it at all. No, I'm going to go up the chain to the Council on Foreign Relations. That That's where Joe Biden was when he said, uh, son of a big, I got fired. He was at a meeting for the CFR and he was like, so I go and I got a billion dollar loan. And I say, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the money. It's all on video. And that, that company, I don't know, to be honest. And I, if anyone in the chat knows, like, how, where the funding goes to these media organizations, because a lot of them get funding from the same places. Like, I don't think, I, I think, I think we've got cultists, man. But here, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Every single thing they do, they project. They say, 100%. And it's, and it's bad. Like, you know, uh, Trump is a death cult. It's like, dude, Trump's got his sycophants for sure, but, most people don't even think the name Trump on, on an average basis. It's yeah. just, oh, yeah, those free trade agreements were bad, and they're going to vote for him. Well, and also, I think that Trump's critics talk about him more than his supporters do. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that, that, that's been one of the strangest things about the past four years is Trump is just on everyone's mind all the time, and it's not voluntary. The media is constantly talking about him, and it makes sense to talk about the president pretty frequently. They have in the past, but not like Trump. And you could say, well, he's uh, an unprecedented uh, president. He does a lot of things that we haven't seen in the past. But it clearly goes past that. It's a very strange obsession, and they like to nitpick. And we were talking about the two scoops thing earlier. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, and then well, things, so that was meant to be silly. It was kind of meant to be but silly. The salt but and pepper the, shaker thing was serious. Yeah. Well, and also, what were they, they were claiming as soon as he got into the White House that he like removed a bust of Martin Luther King Jr. Like just cartoon villain not, stuff. Not even true. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It was like it's in, it's in a photo. Like it, it, this story comes out, and they're like he removed Martin Luther King, and the photo they use shows it like on the oh desk. Oh my gosh! Well, that's what the thing. Like, about it? Even if that was the kind of thing Trump wanted to do, don't you think? He he would know better than Seriously. like so this is aren't they always accusing right wingers of dog whistling like wouldn't only he be they more can hear subtle it? about it yeah mm -hmm. only they can hear which is so insane because it's like if i am a racist with a racist base wouldn't i just say racist things why would i say things that my base doesn't understand or think are racist when they're supposedly racist but that like democrats will get mad about anyway that seems like a lose-lose for me i think we're facing a very serious crisis in this country man i yeah, do too uh, since the clinton look, email scandal yeah so uh, hillary clinton destroyed public record mm -hmm. she her, her her team i should be very careful uh her people destroyed using bleach bit purged the server hammers and phones hammers on yeah. phones destroying them Which after is normal after she was subpoenaed to turn it over yeah nothing happened yeah. nothing yeah she is still romping around romping about super wealthy joe biden we see this is happening and you know i talk i, I tell you why i think we're headed for a, a very very serious crisis 
You've got a large group of people who understand the media is lying about literally everything. Everything. Okay, when I say literally, I mean figuratively. And it's, it's I mean literally. I don't, even think, I don't think they've told the truth once. <laughs> well, no, no, no. In politics. Mm -hmm. But like when the New York Times talks about certain things, of course, I'm literally using ABC. Yeah, of course. You know, I don't source. Even think it's partisan either because like the war in, in the Middle East and then Halliburton, Dick Cheney's company well, yeah. goes in and makes billions of dollars off. And of Joe Biden's yeah, brother in Iraq. Makes millions of dollars. And, and Boeing sponsors Meet the Press, mm -hmm. and uh, MSNBC is owned by General Electric, which supplies mm. um, weaponry and, and um, excuse me, uh, you know, tools to the military that they make a lot of money off Dow of. Dow Chemical makes it, pharmaceuticals and high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. No, they make yeah. a ton of things. I don't know about yeah. that. No, you yeah, guys want to know sure the real conspiracy? One, mm -hmm. There's a the, the real conspiracy. Mm -hmm. The real beauty campaign from Dove. Oh, yeah. oh, I, love yeah. it. I need to know about this. You, yeah. you've, you've seen it, right? Mm -hmm. All the women, they're like, you know, plus size models. Boring. I remember this. this Do you know who big, owns Dove? Big thing. Who? Unilever. Do you know what other company that Unilever owns? Oh, no. Ben and Jerry's. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh. It was a trick -along. You know what my conspiracy theory is? <laughs> what if Biden is faking his cognitive decline and he's actually a very sharp criminal mastermind? And he just We're doesn't really want to get trouble. put on the stand. I he love knows it. as soon as that's, they start That's what I said. He's going to wonka us. Yeah, he sure <laughs> It's going to be inauguration day. He's going to be like looking all silly. And then he's going to fall backwards, do a perfect like backwards somersault. And then be gotcha. like, no, I got gotcha. you. I'm back, baby. I'm Joe Biden. This country is mine. And then a bunch of like Chinese guys run out and they're like making it rain oh man <laughs> anyway i'm looking forward to this we've got a bunch of uh, uh now that we just made everything sound silly aren't we've this got this is serious we have to laugh or we're gonna cry this exactly. is insane. Let, how long let, has let, it let, been corrupt and since nixon no I mean, it's just, a long i don't know who I mean, assassinated kennedy what do you guys think about the kennedy assassination no no no, oh, yeah. no i don't no, know no, about no, all that one guy no 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 we got we got we got way too much look at this hold on i want to highlight who james rosen is james rosen was investigated by the department of justice eric holder uh, as a possible criminal co-conspirator because he was reporting on the news. Fox News said, we are outraged to learn today that James Rosen was named a criminal co-conspirator for simply doing his job as a reporter. Obama prosecuted more whistleblowers and yeah, leakers right. than, I believe, all other presidents combined. Mm -hmm. This guy, Obama, not good on civil liberties. I thought he was going to seal the Patriot Act, man. Yeah, well, he, he talked he talked about all that, all the civil libertarian-esque things that he intended to do. And then he got in office and... His administration did a bunch of things that he supposedly didn't know about. That was the excuse that we heard for about eight years. I remember I love my favorite was when the IRS was targeting uh, and auditing conservative-leaning organizations. Yep. And that was just something the president didn't know anything about. Like, if Donald Trump had done that, that would be creeping fascism. But yep. Obama didn't. I was like, well, he just didn't know, guys. You know, and He wore a tan suit, and you freaked out about that. This is basically the same basically thing. The I same. love somebody tweeted, don't you, don't you remember, like, don't you wish for the days when the only scandal was Obama's tan suit. Oh, my god! Yeah. And I'm like, I know, right? Like, you know, he wore a tan suit in order to drone strike on a civilian restaurant in Yemen that killed a 16-year-old American citizen. But he wore a tan suit. Can yeah. you believe it? What was it like? Uh, uh, over 3,000 illegal drone strikes under his administration? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Trump has up drone strikes, and he deserves criticism for it. Trump's uh, 100%. First, wow. He's his kept first, us in Yemen. He's kept us aiding the Saudis in the yeah, horrific yeah, human rights Trump, atrocities they're committing in Yemen. He's done bad things. Trump's sure. first several years... Very bad. And, and John Bolton, huge mistake. One of the first things that Trump did when he got in was he ordered a commando raid in Yemen, which resulted in the death of a, a little girl. Mm -hmm. So, so Trump has his, his foreign policy blunders as well. I'm looking at the current trend of these peace agreements and withdrawing our troops. And I'm like, keep doing that. And, mm -hmm. you know, you've got my support. Obama, however, was a hawk on a post. A hawk, dude. Come on. He was some kind of strange hook Frankenstein <laughs> flying monster that was breathing fire. He was fire. a drone. He was literally a he was drone. He was literally a human uh, drone. Yeah. He was a human drone. Well, no, that's the Are same. we allowed to say really awful edgy jokes? 
We are, right? I think yes. I don't know. You I don't hear a joke. That. Uh, no, you're going to get yeah. me in trouble. You're going to hear us in trouble. You want to hear an Obama era joke? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm it's about war. It's not about race or anything oh, like yeah. that. You guys should be sure. Sure, yeah. Just replace any words with any other words. No, no, no. It's a it's an Obama era joke. The left. We're going to cut Tim's mic. No, I'm kidding. Ready? Yeah. What's the difference between a school and a terrorist headquarters? Oh, no. I don't know. I just fly the drone. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, God. It's horrible. But no, that's, that's, right. an, old Oba- it's that's, horrible. that's, that's, that's an Obama era joke. That's an Obama era joke. It's yep. horrible. But there, there it is, is horrible. truth to the fact that there were a lot of civilians killed uh, under Obama's watch, or despite the fact that he talked a big game about wanting to bring mm-hmm. about world peace, despite the fact that he won Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, I love Everyone it. Points that out. Everyone points and then, that out. you know what he did when they started killing uh, civilians? They were like, well, you know, those guys, they're adult men. Yeah. So military age men. Yeah. So not civilians. Yeah. That was that was the play. It's horrific. Like, uh-huh. It's horrific. Obama bad. George Bush Jr. Obviously Middle East wars. They're all that. bad. Clinton well, they're bad. They're all bad, right? But that, isn't George it interesting? Isn't it kind of interesting that we were just discussing earlier some of the foreign policy blunders which have taken place under Trump, which is like kind of uh, an understatement. No new blunder. wars. Yeah, but 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 the reality is he has been less hawkish than any other president of my lifetime. Certainly. Uh, that said. Funny that the media hasn't criticized him for any of that stuff. It's funny that the media hasn't right, criticized right, him right. for any of the people who have yep. died Shocking. because of his foreign policy mistakes. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I didn't know anything about <laughs> no, the drone not. strike upage. I yeah, heard yeah, about definitely. It. Yeah, no, we never heard a That's thing about it. That's what should be it. on it wasn't CNN. A story. Man, no, really no, no, it's not. Well, like I said, it's, you, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't you realize when Joe Biden gets elected, he's gonna, he's, it's gonna be tenfold, man. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna light Don't the floor up. Don't joke about it, dude. Dude, I was, I was talking to, I was, I was talking to somebody I knew. Who was like, it's time, you know, everybody, you've got to go and vote for, for Joe Biden to stop this. And I said something like, I was like, I can totally understand why people don't like Donald Trump, you know, his character and some of the things he's, he's done, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, you, you, you're just never going to be able to convince me to vote for the guy who was vice president while they were blowing up kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the response was, what do you mean blowing up kids? Wow. Exactly. What do you, what do you mean blowing up? In New York, someone, some activists did this art. Where it was one of these like NYPD advertisements. Yeah. And it yeah. showed, you know that, you know that silhouette image of like the father and the kids and they're holding hands and running. It's like a, like yes. an immigrant thing. Yeah. And then it showed a drone of flying above and like a line with a, with a missile flying towards them. I, uh, did Reagan get us into new war? Reagan was he a oh, war hawk? Man. I, I don't think I was alive. I wasn't. Yeah. I was barely. Um, oh yeah, I was too. Carter, when he, when he left. Carter, the media hated. And I think he really didn't get us into much war. Jimmy Carter. Before he that, was probably a bit more dovish. He did. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Carter, but he definitely was not as much of a hawk based on the what media I'm aware trashed of. that guy. Like yeah. he's thought of as the worst so, president. He's a peanut farmer. I mean, I'm not yeah, a fan of him at all, farmer. but I hear you. Right now, we have. I, it was really funny. Someone I saw some some leftist post on Facebook that Obama didn't get us into any new wars. What? And I was like, How could you say that? Syria? Oh, what are you talking about? Because they'll literally drone anything up. Libyan intervention in Syria, just right off the bat. Like, what do you mean? Like, no. What about Yemen? Yeah. What about the fact that he decided he wanted to placate the Saudis after making a deal with? the iranians and now civilians. cash the, yeah that you can mm-hmm. call vietnam's wasn't a war that's what's crazy about it it was a military yeah. action because right. they didn't have congressional support yeah, exactly. there was not congressional there was never approval declared war so exactly. he didn't have to declare war to kill hundreds of thousands this of people is, listen, it wasn't a war we just killed was, hundreds of thousands of people yeah, not, and sent our troops over there, with guns there was and a, a bunch of them died as well there was a really great article and i think this was in the intercept actually which we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get into next that said something like in, for you know, strangely, for the first time in several decades, the president is trying to withdraw forces, and it's Congress trying to stop him. Hmm. Whereas historically, the president has been trying to deploy forces, and Congress has been trying to stop him. Keeping the forever wars going yep. to own Trump. Mm-hmm. And now, cool. you know, the craziest thing is when I hear these like lefty friends of mine being like, "Well, actually, we definitely need a presence in Syria." Actually, what? Yeah, no joke. <sighs> 
we we must maintain a presence because in Syria. of the Russia fear, and Be- it's no sad. because of we must defend the Kurds. I, I've noticed this as well, actually. That there's a a friend of mine. I won't give too much information, but he has always just been very to the left, and he was always very against the wars from day one. I remember that seemed to be his primary issue under the the Bush administration. He was always talking about how we shouldn't be involved in the Middle East. And now he's criticizing Trump for not wanting a presence in Syria. I love that it. That makes him a Russian puppet. It's insane. <laughs> it's completely insane. Like people completely flip on their values. And you would think the anti war thing like you would think the anti war thing would be something the left would stick to. This, I wish. Yeah, I, I, I learned my lesson with Obama, man. Unborn, we so. had Sean, um, military commander. Remember, Parnell? Came, Sean Parnell. Mm-hmm. Parnell came on and was explaining why we don't want to just pull every troop out all at once right. because it creates a vacuum that then will be filled by like military ISIS. warlords and things yeah. like by, that. By the people we create, by the people we funded. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so right. That's a problem we created, but pulling out isn't the solution. No, to the that's problem. what they no. say. They say that no, every no, no, time. no. You're you're incorrect. He said that. We absolutely need some kind of presence, but we can pull it down. We can we can draw it down. Like significantly Slowly, without. Yeah. He, out well, well, he said we can take a lot of our, our current forces out of these places and still maintain a small enough presence to prevent the vacuum from creating. But like you know. my friend who was in the military in Afghanistan, Charles Maxwell, shout out, Charles, if you're watching, uh, said they just don't want to fight those guys, the, the, the Iraqis, the Afghanis. They just don't. Not only did they not really, for the most part, they didn't want to fight. They, they didn't know how they were. It's trained. not our responsibility. Well, we created exactly. It. I, I listen, listen, you know, I think it was Ron Paul who said something like my man. He said something like, people keep saying, oh, but if we pull out now, this, that, or that will happen. And he goes, when you're a doctor and you've given someone the wrong medication, you don't simply say, well, we better just keep you on it. You say, we better get you off this. And so there's been no effort, in my opinion, at least, to do something about this. And at a certain point, look, I understand there's there's bigger arguments about, oh, the Chinese will move in or Russia will move in or whatever. And it's like, you know what, man? Do the American people agree that we should be funding, sending our, you know, men and women in uniform overseas just to live and build roads and build cities there and be effectively the government because the people there don't want to run it. I don't think they do. No, of course not. But the problem is when you elect a president who says, I'm going to end our forever wars, and then he tries and Congress blocks him, it's clear based on what we see with the media, what we're seeing with Joe Biden, what he gets away with, what the FBI, who they prosecute, and who they don't, how Michael Flynn gets, gets gets charged, how you get all this Russiagate nonsense. You know it's a big club and you ain't in it. You can see who is. And as long as you support their war machine, you're good. So when Donald Trump ups drone strikes, you didn't even hear about it. Nope, it's because not a big deal to they, them. they can't criticize that. Because then what happens if when if slash when Joe Biden wins and then they're going to be like, hey, remember you, you talking about drone strikes? What's what's Biden doing? Oh, well. We like them now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Joe Biden is such a hawk. He was pushing for war in Iraq as far back as 1997. Can you explain? Yeah, keep going, sir. Um, well, what I wanted to get into really was the fact that we were gloating in the late 70s about the fact that we had essentially given Russia their quote unquote own Vietnam by getting them involved in the Middle East and by funding the Mujahideen. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And there were some people arguing that part of the reason that this actually accelerated the collapse of, of their government, it increased social instability. Uh, they were spreading themselves too thin by trying to be involved in this region. Whether or not you agree with all that, it's kind of ridiculous that our strategy was to get them involved in the Middle East and fund uh, different terror groups, which we didn't call them back then. We just called them rebellions. Freedom and now fighters. We're fighting against them. Yeah. Yeah. Rebellions, freedom fighters. Yeah. Now we're fighting them and they're terrorists. Um, but we seem to think that it would be the worst possible th- possible thing for Russia to get involved in that region. So we tried to get them involved and we funded their enemies. And then we literally fell into the same trap like a decade later and mm-hmm. we're still there. Yep. Now I get it. Look, and we're also if, if, fighting the people we like gave weapons. Into. Yeah. Like this is a repeating pattern, though, right? We created Al Qaeda and then we created ISIS. 
the idea is of limited war. They, won't, they want limited war. We so want that we proxy- don't well, have total wars. Well, basically, they're trying to avoid a world war. Sort of, but also th- there's this really insidious thing where, so when you look at what happened in Libya and the fact that we decided for whatever reason that uh, having Gaddafi remain in power was no longer uh, something that was politically advantageous Did, for didn't us. Didn't you want like some kind of... Uh, African Union of some sort or something. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. He wanted to yeah, nationalize not exactly, the oil. I know that. I, I don't. I'm not exactly sure what the reasoning was, but I know that they ended up funding a coup against him, and mm-hmm. essentially the people dragged him out into the street, castrated him, sodomized him, and Whoa. murdered him. Ah. Murdered oh, him. Ew. There's yeah, a video. Well, I, I mean, I apologize, but the reason I'm being graphic here is because this is something that obviously we could never do to a foreign leader right. with our military. But if we fund a coup that does something horrifically Dude. cruel to a foreign leader, maybe we're just a little bit more intimidating. But we haven't violated the Geneva Convention. And then if we ever want to go in and overthrow them, they did some horrible war crimes. So we've got an excuse. After all that happened, I know some people who were doing work with uh, and like diplomacy, international relations. And I was told one story about how after Libya was completely destabilized, you had essentially a a goblin king type scenario where, uh, you know, you you know know how the goblin king works? I do. To become goblin king, you kill the goblin king and then you're the goblin king. Oh, that's right. So it's a cycle of just Mm. kill and then everyone piling the bodies on top and trying to... The Roman Empire. So you had all these different militia groups, different sects, constantly fighting, taking over. And there was one point where when they finally got a, I'm doing air quotes here, stable government, one of the militias just walked in for a meeting and pulled the pen on a grenade and slammed it on the table. Ugh. Like, that was one of the stories I heard from one of these people working in, uh, when it, like, yeah. Wow, dude. It's Crazy. insane. Yep. Like, we're in charge now. Boom, grenade mm. on the table. And that's the sad thing. It, it, it seemed, or I should say, it, it seems, or it has seemed um, for a number of years that no matter which party is in power, this is ongoing. But Trump has actually been trying to, to remove us from this. And I don't know if it's because he has these sort of bleeding heart humanitarian concerns that we might have, but he realizes that this isn't good for the American people. Yeah, it's a waste of money. It's a I waste of money. The, the reason, okay. And, it, it, and a waste of human life, and it increases social instability. It's, there's nothing there for us. Right. After World War II, so just, I think to explain the counterpoint a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, they created the military-industrial complex, Dwight D. Eisenhower talked, talked about, about, where that, they yeah. started building American military bases all over the world mm-hmm. to prevent World War III. Because World War II happened because everybody was isolated, one country and now got we two. nukes. And now, yeah. right. now every, a bunch of people have nukes and we have all these military bases. And the fear is if we disarm and withdraw that another country will just fill that gap. Yep. And maybe they would. That's yeah. the, that's the counter. Could you imagine if some other country was trapped in a two decade long foreign <laughs> entanglement <laughs> that was draining their resources? Military bases in Canada and in Mexico and nuclear submarines off the coast of Washington, oh DC. Gosh, I mean, could you, that's, that's literally that's, like that's, what we've got over there. It's crazy. That, right, 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 right. I'm saying we, I think it's time we bring our troops home. And you know what? I'd be willing to have, you know, in that conversation with Sean Parnell, maintaining a much, much toned down presence just to prevent, you know, ISIS from forming and things like that. Well, it's funny. There's this whole debate over whether or not we should have a tiny presence there or no presence there. I think we should cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's yeah. just get the presence yeah. limited to some degree before we debate whether or not we yeah. should completely remove ourselves from these regions. It has mm-hmm. to definitely like, has to do with di- diplomacy with China and Russia. Like, let's just not start a new war. Like, Can let's not we? start let's, a new Trump, war Trump every hasn't. 10 yeah. years. And he hasn't. And this they're the first, president, the first president in 40 years. The first president in 40 years did not start a new war. And on top of that, this is hilarious, they start saying without any evidence that he was colluding with the Russians. And we saw back in 2012, Romney, in who who is the poster boy for the neoconservative foreign policy and sort of establishment conservatism, 
trying to push for for uh, an escalation of tensions with Russia, claiming that they're our next big foreign policy threat. The Democrats have also adopted that position now. And isn't it awfully convenient that that's the foreign power that they claim Trump was conspiring with without any evidence? Because when he doesn't want to escalate tensions with them, oh, that's just proof. That's just evidence that he's really working for them. Yep. Wow. Or when he says, I don't want a missile strike. He's doing what Putin wants. It's Putin's bidding. Can you believe? Can you stop for just one moment? Everybody listening, hear these words. Just think about Hmm. how the past four years and even to this day, they are saying that Donald Trump is secretly working for Vladimir Putin. Psychotic. My favorite thing. Psychotic. So y'all heard about Tucker Carlson and, you know, his, his documents go missing. Yeah. 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 Tucker never said he didn't have any copies. He never said that. Obviously. And I actually uh, was talking, so, someone mentioned to me, there are copies. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess Tucker's point was we were shipping documents and someone intercepted them. Now, apparently UPS found them, which makes sense. Someone wanted to see what he had. They went through it. They put them back. Mm-hmm. If that's the case. Probably made copies of them. But uh, Jonathan Shate for, for New York Mag writes, Tucker says he lost the only copies of da- uh, you know, evidence that would nail Biden. Uh, the he never news said that. Media is at it again. He never said yeah, that. What a shock. And more importantly, Jonathan Chait is the guy who went on MSNBC and said that it's possible Donald Trump was a Russian asset since 1987. Well, of course, it's possible. Which, no, 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 possible. no, no. That would imply Donald Trump was a Soviet asset. <laughs> That's why we talked about this. Yes. We yeah, talked man. about this. Yeah, the Soviet Trump Union is like, secretly still in existence. It's possible that he has like 30 cows in his wait, tower wait, 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 right now. Could you, could you imagine this idea that like Trump was an asset of the Soviets and the Soviet like institutions are still in effect? <laughs> Poland is just keeping it secret, and we don't know. <laughs> and all the people who live there don't know either. Well, it's hilarious. East that, Germany? East Germany? Well, that, that's that, right. That is, <laughs> that is like the most paranoid, far-right <laughs> conspiracy theory it's I've ever heard dude. in my oh, life. It's but it's the left wing, which is espousing it. Yeah. The idea that they, like, the USSR is still operating, and the president of the United States... Let's <laughs> wrong. The I, a, I, I believe that Russia has spread her errors, mm. but... The idea that they're still functioning as a communist government in some <laughs> limited capacity and that the president of the United States is their puppet is totally insane. Or is, I guess, or maybe they, they, maybe they, they could be arguing that after the USSR fell apart, uh, there was new management and Trump just decided to stick around. Yes. I don't know. So, but I'm so, not sure why he would have been loyal to the communist government in the first place. I don't understand it. Because he's wanted money? Wanted money, I guess. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know, we man. should be upholding Russia, in my opinion, as a beacon of, poss- of hope of what you can do with a communist regime. What you can do once no, you balkanize. No, no, they no. democratize their, their communism. They overthrew you know, their Soviet party. And, and then oligarchs went around yeah, exactly. with guns. Same in the United States. We've got oligarchs running the show You know what the, crazy, you know like the, the craziest Russians, thing though. is? Let me tell you a story. Not like I, the Russians. Wait, yeah, the story. I, you, the crazy thing is about the fall of the Soviet Union. And I'm, I'm far from an expert, but I have a friend. Uh, I, I know people who, who are in you know, Ukraine and, and, and uh, people from Poland and stuff. I asked, like, how is it that, you know, Ukraine has all these oligarchs, people who have, you know, ridiculous sums of money. They're wealthy by American standard, like they're billionaires, you know, mm-hmm. and the people of Ukraine, their GDP, like they make an average of like 400 bucks a month. And I had a friend who told me after communism collapsed, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you had these communist workers in a factory shrugging at each other. What do we do? How do we like, do we keep making stuff? Mm. And then all of a sudden, one day, a guy walks in with two other dudes and they all have guns. And he says, we're going to tell you what you do. You take orders from me now. And they went, you got it, boss. And that was it. Mm. There was no more power. It was a vacuum. So the dudes who picked up the guns went around and just took the the factories. And then it was theirs. You know, I tried to watch a documentary about the the transition from the Soviet to the, what do you call it? The democratic republic of russia what is it the united i have no idea whatever the federation, russian, the russian yeah, the federation. federation 
and it's uh, the dude with the Gorbachev. And he and like a, a group. You pointed your head. Yeah, the thing with, the t- with the birthmark. Yeah. Did, did, didn't he do a Pizza Hut commercial and it was oh, like this huge so. big thing? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I it's remember like seeing a clip communism. of that. Yeah. They basically just. Hey, did you, know that, uh, did you know that Trump did a Domino's commercial? Yes. So, he did a Pizza Hut commercial really, too. Are there was there a Michael Jackson video? No, he was in Home Alone. Trump did the eat the pizza backwards thing. Yes. Only half that one. What was it? When, when oh, right. Goes, yes, she's like, yes. I get the pizza. Goes only half. That was that was his did, first did, wife, wasn't did, it? Did everyone working for the Ivana? USSR get a Pizza Hut deal? That'd have been cool. Happened? Yeah. yeah. I like that, yeah. No, that was the fall of the Communist Party. The, my point about the the transition from the Soviets to the the Russian Federation is that it was very uh, obfuscated. I don't know how it happened, what happened, and maybe it was behind the scenes. A bunch of oligarchs. You know, like, the, you yo. know the, the craziest thing was I don't I don't know if you, you was it you telling me this who told me this? Oh no no, it's like it was Michael Malice mm-hmm. that. After the fall of communism and these documents, like these dossiers and all the people were released, like their darkest secrets, there was just like a a, a code of silence where everyone knew like the really awful things others had done and just agreed not to bring it up because everyone knew what they did too. Mm. It's like a really crazy thing. Anyway, Donald Trump, not an asset of the Soviet Union. Sure. No, Doubtful. we don't but know this that for it sure. It's possible. <laughs> a lot of things are possible. It's possible that zero one zero one percent. It's possible that all of the pollsters are colluding with each other. It is possible and laughing and saying at a one, at a one, change that negative to a plus. It's possible. That <laughs> yeah. High five. We actually wouldn't know. Wouldn't that be funny if like all the polls are actually inverted and they're and they're like, oh, we got another one. It's minus five for Biden. Just put another line to the minus. <laughs> it's like funny, plus dude. five for Biden. No, Double I don't know. Negative. Man. Yeah, man. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Nonetheless, um, I'm looking at it's really funny on Twitter. You see all the leftists with their like electoral college predictions. Mm-hmm. And it's like Joe Biden, three fifty something. Donald Trump, like, two, you know, two ten. And then you have uh, uh, all the right wing people. It's inverted. It's like Donald right. Trump, three oh something. And, you know, whatever. I will say, though, Trafalgar Group. On November 8th, 2016, tweeted out the exact electoral college breakdown. Trump 306, Clinton 232. Oh, and then uh, a day later, the results came in. They got three states wrong. They said Wisconsin was going to be, I think, uh, uh, red. Or I, I don't know. I don't know which one. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said New Hampshire would be red and Wisconsin would be blue and Nevada would be red. But uh, Nevada and New Hampshire, I think, went blue, but Wisconsin went red, giving Trump the extra 10 yeah. that put him to 306. So no one knows what's going to happen. No, but I want to no I want to I want to I want to continue this conversation ranking on the media because, mm-hmm. you know, I love that's to do fun. That. I hate doing that. No, Glenn Greenwald. I, fake news. I step away from the media as I do for, during the day sometimes. And when I turn it on, and I just see them talking about Trump. I, I freak. It's yeah. just so weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so, over. I'm so over. Yeah. I'm over it too. Check out this story oh, from the Daily Mail. This is, I'm telling you, man, when they write about this era with Donald Trump and Russiagate, mm-hmm. this story is going to be one of the keynote, like the key, you know, portions history of it books, highlighted yeah. in the history books. And as much as there's probably a lot of people, you can't see it when you're in it. That's but I'm telling I feel you, man. about these riots right now, too. Oh, for this sure. Is like dude. the yeah. 60s yep. all over. They're going to be like the riots of 2020. Mm-hmm. They are going to write about the day Glenn Greenwald resigned and issued a scathing resignation, uh, resignation letter saying that the people at his company are suppressing information. They refused to allow him to write about a major scandal involving the presidential candidate's son, and they wouldn't even let him publish in a third party. So he's forced to resign. Now we have, we have the Barry Weiss resignation at the New York Times saying it's like, it's, it's, it's a woke brigade. You can't go like everyone's it's ridiculous. It's not even news anymore. You had Matt Taibbi leave Rolling Stone. Now he's publishing his own news on his own Substack and charging a couple bucks. 
Glenn Greenwald, the founder of The Intercept, this like, I remember when the NSA leaks dropped and Glenn Greenwald and Laura Poitras, we had all this information yeah. and we learned about all this crazy stuff the NSA was doing. Edward Snowden flees to Russia. Where's he going? Where's he going? What's going on? It's crazy. Glenn Greenwald goes to Brazil, launches The Intercept with Pierre Omidyar. And there's a lot of criticism because Omidyar is the, I think he's the eBay guy. And so now we're going to have this new beacon of hope in journalism. Today, Glenn Greenwald forced to resign from his own company. And he said he started it to prevent exactly what it's become. Media, the news media in this country has become a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party, period. So whose money got involved that prevented him from being able to publish this story? Because it seems to me the biggest problem here is it, he didn't stay independent. There's clearly it's, some financer who was able to push him around. I don't think that's, I think it's that, and it's, and, and, and I, I don't know to what extent Glenn Greenwald manages this company, but if he's the founder, I mean, it's his fault. He let a wolf into the hen house. Yeah. Did he send the company public? Or is it a fox? Fox, fox. It's a fox. Wolf. Yeah. I mean, a wolf either would be terrifying. bad. He yeah. let, either would be bad. And actually, fox is unfair. It was actually a bunch of uh, foxes, and they were wearing gigantic fake chicken suits. That makes more sense. And they sense. were like walking in, and he's like, looks good to me. It makes That's sense, That's what yeah. they say, and then, a fox in chicken suit clothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Say, yeah. And yeah. then eventually, he's sitting in this chicken coop wondering why there's no eggs coming out. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go, you know, get a chicken here. And they were like, no, you can't have chickens make eggs here. And he's like, I literally created this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the chicken suits come off. It was foxes the whole time, the whole time. Yeah. But we're in that moment right before the chicken suits come off. He just wonders why he couldn't get any eggs. So he no, he was not. What a poetic way lined. of putting it. We're getting it. Yeah. This is the moment. That's how they're going to strive in, hi- the describe in history came. books. The moment before the chicken I suits hope, came off. I hope that when what Glenn we discuss left the intercept, there'll be like a historical record of some sort. And it'll be like Glenn, Green- Glenn Greenwald's resignation was was heralded, you know, and, and touted as, as, a, as this his- historic moment by podcaster and commentator, journalist Tim Pool, <laughs> who said suits. it was like a bunch of foxes wearing chicken suits, <laughs> pulling their chicken suits off yes. all at the same time. Tim Pool's famous chicken suit <laughs> yeah, talk. Chicken and then one of gonna the great him. quotes of broadcasters in all yep. of history. It's going to yep. be there's going to be some like some little kids reading their history tablets or whatever. And they're going to be like, and what did Tim Pool say on that fateful night when news media changed? Tim Pool said that all of the foxes were wearing chicken suits <laughs> and then all one at a time took off their chicken suits. That's right. Uh, and there's going to be like reenactments. <laughs> the foxes were in chicken suits and the chicken suits came off. And then it's going to like get turned into some folk story where Tim Pool <laughs> stumbled upon chicken suit wearing foxes in a literal <laughs> hen house and yeah. fought them all In a off. thousand years. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be like... More like 200 years. It'll be like Abe Lincoln or George Washington's yeah, cherry man. tree. No, but like in a thousand years, it'll be the epic of the chicken suit. And it'll be a story about like Dom uh, Pola. Like the name's wrong. And they're like the, the, the Chorkinsots. And they're like, I wonder what a Chorkinsot was. You know what I mean? Like, And a, and a Forks. What are these things? We don't know. I wonder what they really meant. Anyway, now that we're very, very silly. You know, my, my question about the intercept, I don't know if any, if you can draw it up, Lydia, or if it's, if it's too much, is if it's a public company, if they took it. No, no, it's not. So it was it's a, not. it was a private, he never went public and he still, Gave stock to too many people, so he it's, lost. No, no, it's not a. I don't. So I don't. He lost fifty one percent of the equity or something. No, no, no. It was private. It was privately funded by Piero Midiar. I don't know how he set up the corporate structure. I see. But yeah, I'll tell you this: interesting. if you start a company, even if you're the founder and you have a hundred employees, and then one day it turns out they're all in a cult. Yep. What are you going to do? You going to yeah. fire everybody? Well, you can if you're the owner. If you have more than fifty one percent. I don't know to what extent. Like I don't know how Glenn Greenwald organized this company. But it seems like he put himself in a position where he was just a personality. 
and he mm-hmm. signed over the company Omidyar to be the money. Yeah, maybe that Omidyar was running it. And I'll tell you what. That's sad. That's, I'll tell you what. It's kind of funny because it falls, it falls in line with kind of what we were predicting when he did it. You, you, you want to launch a news company and you get someone like Pierre Omidyar, this ultra wealthy dude. Don't be surprised when he eventually walks in and puts a boot down over all of yep. your work and then you're forced yeah. to resign. It just seems inevitable. The, uh, the editor in chief, Betsy Reed, said that he was throwing a tantrum and that his claims were preposterous. Hmm. Yeah. How do we feel about that? They're lying. Yeah. I've, I've talked about this quite a bit that Glenn Greenwald will say something reasonable, like these stories about Russia are ridiculous and there's no evidence. 100%. And then a day later, someone at The Intercept writes, Donald Every Trump time. is a crooked, you know, <laughs> Russian asset. Or, I don't think they've said that at The Intercept. But they write like the most ridiculous, a known fascist president, Donald Trump does blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I love that journalism technique where they do the unnecessary qualifier. So to like, yes, yes, 100%. So instead of saying something like, uh, you know, they could say animator and comedian, you know, Seamus, uh, uh, Coglin, am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, Coglin, you got it right. Seamus O'Rourke. Seamus O'Rourke. And then what they'll do is they'll go, they'll say, Seamus Coglin, comma, a far right extremist agitator, (laughs) comma. It's like, or provocateur. That's their favorite one for, like, anyone who does any kind of comedy that they don't like is considered a provocateur. I think Hitler was a provocateur, provocateur too. No, they just call everyone a provocateur. It's funny when they they call, like, Ben Shapiro a provocateur. It's like, dude, that's I'm actually going out of my way to provoke people. It's not even close. Hey, I got to say, I've been very turned off by Green. Greenwald's association with the uh, Intercept lately, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm not a massive fan of of Greenwald, but I don't think he's lying about this. No, he's it seems not. Like, he's it not seems like a it. really strange thing for him to make up, especially right before the election, because he is left leaning. He's not a Trump supporter at all. No, he he's critical of Trump. He very much does not like Trump or the right wing at all. So, and Matt Taibbi, not that long ago, did a podcast where they were ragging on Trump that I thought was, I, I, I look, I think you, you're entitled to your opinions. You're not entitled to your own facts. And I think they had a lot of opinions that were based off of incorrect facts. Mm. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, that's the media. And that was Matt Taibbi. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, it wasn't the biggest deal in the world. For someone like, you know, Matt to come out and be like, we can clearly see this is bunk fake news what they're yeah. talking about with Russia. I'm like, this dude's legit. Like, he's absolutely legit. He's willing, to, what, he's willing to look at the facts and say, this is, you know, what is and what isn't. Glenn Greenwald does the same thing. That's a rarity in journalism today. And, and you know what? A part of the, you know, this gives me a bit of hope. These, these high profile journalists leaving and doing their own thing. At the same time, it's also kind of scary when you realize the institutions are now zombified. So are we, are, is that it? Is news media done? Because if they can lie about you and get you excised and banned from everywhere, then it's only a matter of time before they just get anyone who's in their way banned because they're. What do you mean they get anyone? The banned? zombified news outlet. So like the intercept could now start writing a bunch of stuff saying Matt Taibbi, known white supremacist, and then eventually put false quotes against him and then petition, you know, get him banned. And all we've got is like the legal system is our, is our defense mechanism. But my private platform, the... you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Can you really not if someone makes false claims against you? Dude, the, 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 if I called you a Nazi, you could not sue me. Ooh. Nazi is an opinion. It is. It is an opinion. It's a social. It's like nope. a. It's a political party. Nope. Party. It's an opinion. Yeah, it's an it's... incorrect statement nope. of my political affiliation. Nope. I'm affiliated independent. Not, not Colloquial Nazi. usage of the word Nazi means fifty million different things. Hmm. Yeah, that's also true. And this is why I think one of their favorite words is alt right as well. I mean, like calling someone alt right is not as extreme as calling them a Nazi. So you don't sound non credible saying it. But and it's, it's an opinion. Yeah, it's, it's just an opinion. There's so, really no yeah, definition to the term. There, there is. It means ethno nationalist technically, but they the, just the associate the associated press has guidelines on what alt-right means hmm. they just don't care hmm. yeah and then what are you going to do when when seven thousand outlets write an article calling you a nazi you're going to go sue seven thousand people good mm-hmm. luck 
Yeah. You're exactly. not going to have the money to do it. And they're going to tell get, you to go screw off. You just got to get one big player to lie about you, mm-hmm. like um, like uh, Nick Sandman, and then you're set. Then that's a really obvious lie. Oh. I was so happy when that happened, you know, because there are so many little lies that they get away with every day. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just go out of our way and try to destroy this kid's lives and then life, <laughs> and then blatantly lie about it. Mm-hmm. I remember when that happened. There was the uh, black Hebrew Israelites just screaming, yes. really like horrible, like things that if if any uh, conservative group or white group was out there screaming, the media would be saying, "Oh, this is homophobic. This is racist. This is bigoted uh, in every possible way." And, but then the media described them as um, young African American men preaching about the Bible and oppression. Like after the, you, it, you ever see the movie The Animal with uh, with. Uh, Rob Schneider. Yes. No, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking I'm gonna about. I'm going to spoil it for you guys, though. Do Wait, it. no, Tim. Spoiler it's, alert. It's too old of a movie. You're not allowed. <laughs> no, I know. Honestly, <laughs> you're, you're Here's right. the movie. The movie is about, you know, Rob Schneider, I guess. I, I haven't seen it since it came. It's a long time ago. He gets hit by a car or something. And then he's got, like, he's dead. And then this mad scientist gives him a bunch of animal parts. So he's part animal, I guess. Amazing. He has, like, a hairy ass, I guess. He can jump really high. And oh. then... He has just, you know, he acts it's like, like a an superhero animal. movie. Yeah, because Rob Schneider loved doing these movies where he turned into things. Yeah, but anyway, the hot chick, right? There's so, that one where he became a woman. What, the was? hot chick? Yeah, there's oh, one where he became a oh, woman. No, 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 no. A woman yeah, became yeah. him. Oh, a woman became him. And, well, that's hold, right, hold that's on. Right. That's this right. is important. This is important. So in the movie, he's apparently like running around killing animals or doing something wrong. And then finally, a, an angry mob comes for him. And he's like, oh, no, what do I do? Well, his friend who's black is like, I'm going to defend him. And so finally, when the mobs like surrounded him and ready to kill him, he goes, it was actually me. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, uh, and then Norm MacDonald, Norm MacDonald goes, I'm not going to be a part of an angry mob that's going after a black guy. <laughs> and they all leave. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Ooh. So like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I forgot why I brought that story. <laughs> like up. That though. reminds me of, um, that oh, Nick Sandman. Coming, yeah. The Nick Sandman yeah, thing. Yeah. I was just good to see the media get their the, come they, up. They ignore the black Hebrew Israelites yeah. who are screaming. Yeah, there we go. And there's some kids standing there and they're Smirking. like, let's destroy his life. And then yeah. also literally, again, it, this was part of the nature of the story, but I'm surprised more people haven't pointed out the fact that they literally just told everyone where he went to school. Like yeah. they made mm-hmm. the country hate him. They're like Covington Catholic school, by the way. It's like, okay. Yeah, they call him the Covington in, kid. The Covington yeah. Catholic school kid. And then they have the nerve to go out there and complain about how Trump's comments make them unsafe. You know what's you know what's really crazy about everything that's going on? I, I, I want to clarify something, too, because we talked about this a bit yesterday. Spotify apparently never censored Joe yes, Rogan and Alex Jones. Yep. Oh, okay. uh, apparently what happened was, I, my understanding is it wasn't popping up on people's feeds properly, and they tried re-uploading it, and then it just made it disappear on everyone's feed. But it was there, just labeled wrong or something. Oh. People, people don't realize this, because it happens to me sometimes. I'll like look at my podcast numbers, and they'll be low, and I'll go, no, and I'll look, and there'll be like one number in like seasons or episode that moves it incorrectly on a list and then Weird. people can't find it. We would yeah. have it mines, man, a lot, a lot more than you'd realize like people would upload stuff. It would just get go dark and we wouldn't, we'd be like, oh, it's something in the code. Like there's yeah, so yeah. much complexity. And people however, like, censoring me and it's however, 99% of the time. It's I not gotta it. say, how does it keep happening to Joe? I know that it's like weird, all yeah. the episodes that didn't well, make it over just happened to be Gavin McInnes. And That's then right. the one episode, and and Joe actually said he's like of all the episodes oh, it was gosh. this one. But anyway, I bring this up um for one to clarify it's it's up. It it, it was on Spotify. It's, it's still up on Spotify. But seeing all these lefties tweet things about Alex Jones and it's the funniest thing. These people are as dumb as a box of rocks. Yes. And that's an insult to a box of rocks. Rude. They're saying things like how dare Spotify allow Alex Jones to harass this family? It's like Joe 
Joe didn't host Alex Jones <laughs> so that Alex Jones could harass a family. You don't and know they that. They didn't even bring it up. What family are you talking about? The Sandy Hook family. Oh my god. Oh, that's right. That's because like seven because Alex, false flag. Guy. Alex Jones did not go mm-hmm. on on Joe Rogan's show and start screaming about this family. He's been very repentant about it, actually. Yeah, and it yes. happened what in 2012, 2013. Yeah. So yeah. The point is, you look at what they did to Nick Sandman. He smirked, yeah. and you look at what they do to Alex Jones. How dare you allow him to harass his family? It's like, dude, that was years ago. He's been sued over it. He's apologized for it. And he's saying other things. Yeah. It's like these people are so disingenuous. They expect me to hold a grudge for the rest of my life. Yeah. What am I going to do? See Alex Jones on the street and be like, how dare you harass a family? And he's going to be like, I'm, I'm buying milk. I'm just, I'm just walking home. Yeah, they, they, there's no path to redemption, right? They, they just want to take a snapshot of a person in their worst moment and have that represent them for the rest of their lives. But only if it's somebody with whom they disagree, of course. Exactly. Do they? Is I don't even think it's about that, to be honest. Why not? I think it's just tribalism. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. It's, it's someone it's, they disagree with. I think I think you've got a lot of people who just want to be angry. You know that comic where it's like I'm angry and the guy's like, "Here's solution. a solution." Yeah. He's like, "I don't yeah. want a solution." Oh he burns gosh. it. I want to be angry. Classic. <laughs> That's what it is. Is it just something social media has done to our brains? I mean, this is no. uh, this is part of human nature for us to want to be angry and to want to find enemies for whatever reason because we are fallen. But I do think it's been exacerbated yes. by by our social media trends. Like the fact that I think we talked about this before on Twitter. It's like when you have a bad day on Twitter, it's because somebody roasted you. And when it's a good day on Twitter, it's because you roasted somebody else. Yeah. Like you're mm. always, it's uh, you're being mean to someone or someone's being mean to you. That's like 95% of what Twitter is. Uh-uh, I disagree. I disagree. Really? I think it. Well, this, you're being mean to me. And this, this, <laughs> this falls into a very simple philosophy. When you wake up in the morning, do you say to yourself, life is good? Or do you say life is awful? Yeah. I wake up and I'm like. Time to get That's to work. Awesome, Crack my, you know, pour myself a coffee, sit down and say, I wonder what's happened in the world today. Actually, when I wake up, I'm just, I pull my phone up and I'm like, they did what last night in <laughs> Philadelphia? Like, Where's the, the coffee? I'm like, my eyes are like squinting at the screen. It's too bright. And I'm like, they burned down what again? And then a few minutes later, I'm like, oh, I get up and, uh, you know, and then I go to work. When, when Tim wakes up, he just screams and punches the wall so hard it wakes everyone. Ah! In the house. It's true, it does. <gasps> Every morning, yeah. It's just ritual. Anyway, it. the point is, I go on Twitter. I don't look at notifications. No, I no. don't respond. Yeah. I sometimes respond to people only if I end up seeing it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I ignore notifications. I ignore ads. It's a good for, strategy. I just ignore everybody. There are some times where, you know, I'll notice something for some reason, but it's rare. And then Twitter is just great. Hey. It's like being on a roller coaster that only goes down. It's true. You know, you're like, wee the whole time, <laughs> just forever. It's like, have you ever spent, just lost an hour on Twitter and been oh, like, yeah. you know what? I gained a lot from that. Like, my life is better. I'm reading Twitter all day. Are you really? Well, I guess you, I guess it can help with your job, like finding stories. I understand that. Like every once in a while, if I don't have an idea for a video, I'll look at what's trending. Yeah. But I man, just, I it, follow, I've, I, I have a, I have a list of people I follow from left and right journalists and news organizations. And I've got some great journalists that I follow that, uh, you know, I see what they, what they're talking about and follow. And then I track, I check a bunch of different news outlets. Periodically, there are stories I stumble upon pertaining to like censorship and tech and the internet and things like that. Well, I guess I'm just projecting. You use Twitter more responsibly than I do, Tim. I'll like, you know, I, just use it I, I, I deleted maybe Twitter once. Into it. When did you delete Twitter? Like a, maybe a year and a half ago. I deleted, I deleted the app. but I, I deleted it on my phone. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, now what? I'll read um, comments for my name. And I do it like a social experiment because as an act, I studied acting since I was like 15. And I would like sit at lunch at, the, at, at college and just watch people walk around and interact and just study people, study people all day, mm. study people. Interesting. So I'll study the comments yeah, and for yeah. when they talk about me or my... I see my name as like a representative of a idea, not a, I don't, I, I depersonalize and I just see these like 
waves of the way people behave and it's i laugh and i laugh and it's just so interesting that can drive you crazy people, though people man. you can't look, i'm already you, crazy you, <laughs> <laughs> great, yeah. just, i don't know if it's good for your mental condition anyway look <laughs> the, the, point of, the point of the point of twitter is it's a rage machine yes the average person doesn't have the mental fortitude to withstand that kind Especially of manipulation. A child, man. Right, right, Yeah, right. we let people use Twitter pretty young. And then there are people, it's funny because there are folks who aren't even public figures, but they'll tweet something that goes viral and then it's super controversial and everyone's jumping on the bandwagon of criticizing them. It's like, I was reading a story about a woman who tweeted something. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty tasteless. And she's just like a regular person. The lady in, a in South, South Africa or whatever? I'm not sure. I know that she hopped on an airplane and yeah, yeah, she, the she, airplane landed. She, her life was ruined. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. No hold on, hold on, hold on. She tweeted a woke joke. That's right. The joke was that it was about white privilege. Yeah. She was joking that she had white privilege, therefore she wouldn't get AIDS. She, the yeah. way she phrased it was like, I read it and I was like, I very much understand that she is trying to make a woke joke. She's like making fun of white people. Like, oh, don't white people have it so great. Right. Basically. And they were like, they didn't care. Yeah. They're like, how dare you? And then she landed from her, pl from her flight and her phone's going, rrr, 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 rrr. She said she got like a text message and they're like, are you okay? Call me if you need anything. She's like, what's happening? And she was a nobody. Yeah. She was not. She said a couple hundred followers. Because every now and then, you know, you just need to find a stranger to be angry at. There's a weird so. phenomenon with yeah. when someone gets famous off of a viral tweet that they there's a tendency to want to keep doing that tweet yes. over and over again. Yeah. And you can drive people into these crazy holes. Well, yeah, because the last time you did it, you got a massive dopamine yep. rush because you got attention from And people. so they're like, I'm going to do, so it do it again. And over and over and they get and over stuck again. in this idea and then, that that's what made then, me famous. It's not that. It's and then they, you. they put a link to their to their Venmo. Yeah. Or their PayPal. <laughs> Smart. They're Definitely. like, I see that you're you're liking my tweets. Speaking of which, money. guys, PayPal.com slash freedom to PayPal.me oh, yeah. slash freedom to if you want to help us make yes. more. So you could you imagine if like people people acted the way that you know they do on Twitter, but in real life? So they'd say something like, Yo, Ian, Seamus is dumb. PayPal me at PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> that actually does happen to me. Really? When I go outside, people will say that. Whoever oh, roasts awesome. me the best will get Venmoed something. That's awesome. No, well, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. It's kind of like a road rage-esque phenomenon. When you're driving and when you're on the internet, you're interacting with humans in a way where you're not really going to be held accountable. So we let the worst part of ourselves be exposed in a lot of those interactions. Mm -hmm. And so it's really sad, but it, it, I don't know if it actually causes the problem so much as it reveals what's already underneath. However, once it, that's been revealed, I think people habituate themselves towards that because they can get away with it more often. So it does make you a nastier person, but it starts by revealing the nastiness that was already there. And they and know it. it. Just builds upon it. And Jack knows it. I and I love I don't know when, anything about that. When he went on, <laughs> when you, when Jack Dorsey was on the uh, the Senate hearing, I guess apparently one of the Republicans asked him to name a single liberal his platform is banned, and he couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my! I mean, goodness. there I I couldn't. The, they banned a bunch of Occupy Wall Street people. Yeah, back, uh, this was like a year two like two years ago. So they've done it for sure. He yeah. couldn't. He didn't. He's like, ah. Didn't they go through anti media? Did you? Name I'm pretty sure anti media got banned. I like yeah, those yeah. guys. Yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous. And, and it's like these are leftist activists of anti-war. And why are they? So that the, the big story with anti-media was Pinterest that Vertas uncovered that. But on Twitter, I believe they also got the axe as well as several Occupy accounts. I think there really is like a dark uh, under, like thing in people's minds. Like humans are like got this weird dark fantasy. And I only notice 100%. it because if you sometimes when you play video games, when I play video games or Dungeons and Dragons with someone, they'll choose to be a real evil character. No, that no, like, mm -mm, that's I'll rip his stomach out and eat it. And so nope. you're like, what the god? No, what? no, 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 no. You're wrong. I gotta stop you there because I'm wrong. You're wrong. You, you, I, I, I have to stop you because what? there's a meme about this oh. where it's 
someone, I can't remember which open world the game it was, but it was like a guy playing a video game and he's like, I've just completed the game as the hero. Now I'm going to play as the villain. That's how I do it. And then it shows a guy saying like, this is, you know, he's like, why, why did you kill my brother? And then the person's sitting there crying. Like, I can do it. <laughs> so the, what I'm trying to say is when people go evil, they quick save. That's the joke. Like hmm. when you're playing Elder Scrolls, you'll quick save, then go murder on a murder spree, and then reload yeah. and be like, That's okay, how I play, now that yeah. I got it out of my system, yeah. and I'm, I'm you know. Yeah. Well, we're, we're really nice to NPCs playing video games. We when are. we're on the internet with strangers, we're very <laughs> much not. Screen, I'm really dude, nice to that it's computer. true. Yeah. Like, when I try, I, I've tr I can't do evil playthroughs. Well, that's because you're it. good, though. I, I don't think you have, like, a deep psychosis like I'm, some of these people. Like, dude, I'm playing Skyrim, and I'm just, like, I'm holding the bow in VR, and I'm like, I can't shoot the lady. Speaking of VR, like, well, you, know a bad guy. you got well, the, the, the new Oculus. This oh, is, shout out. Yeah, 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 just came out. This is uh, just a, sort of a strange failing of human empathy, which is that when you're playing that video game, even though there's not an actual person there, yeah. it appears as if there is one. When you're on the internet, and you there see, like, is an actual You see, like, an there. avatar of, yeah. like, a weird-looking animal creature. Yeah, an like, anime, anime animal or a Twitter yeah. egg. Phenomenal. There is a person there, but it doesn't seem mm -hmm. like it, so you're... It actually leads you to be better to computer generated maybe, images than you are an actual human. Well, hold on. Maybe maybe it's because we have this uh, this darkness inside of us, a rage towards anime characters. Oh, I think yeah. that's part that of it. So it's like, like yeah. they look it's just, so not. They it's look so obvious that you, you see, anime is a scourge. You yeah. see like all of these accounts that have anime avatars, and you're like, basically, I hate if you. you zoom out on the timeline of humanity, video games and social media appeared at the exact mm -hmm. same moment. Pretty, so yeah, like all this so. weird video game murder fantasy. I mean, you kill stuff in video. Games. That's most video games. Is you kill things. It's almost all violent. And uh, except even for if the, you're the good no, guy. I gotta stop you. I gotta stop you. The Goose Game. Except the, for the Goose Game. <laughs> also, oh man, I, I, dude, I, just the Goose Game. That I game's amazing. So even in Pac-Man, you're eating ghosts. Yeah. No, right. You'll kill. No, you'll no. Destroy. The, the thing about Pac-Man is consume and destroy. Eggs, no, no. Video games are all about the seven deadly sins, man. In Pac-Man, it's just gluttony. Your 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 goal is just keep eating, 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 and like. What's the story of Pac-Man? Are the like the ghosts being like, dude, you're eating all our food, and he goes, I won't eat you next. Give me drugs so I can eat you. Exactly, it's crazy. And so now social media comes out, and people are like brainwashed to kill and destroy, probably from video games. No, and I love video games. Pac-Man is actually sexist. Pa the, the creator of Pac-Man. So no, this is actually funny. The creator of Pac-Man said the reason that he wanted to create a, a video game that would cater towards females, and he said women are always eating. So like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was actually I'm raised, and kidding. it worked on Miss Pac-Man. But but everyone loves Pac-Man though too. It, it's not and even, they made Miss like Pac-Man. Yeah, I had Miss Pac-Man on the Atari. She had a actually, bow in her head. It yeah. was just Pac-Man with a bow. <laughs> and here's the difference between Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man has a bow. It's a much faster game. Is it? it yeah, it's significantly faster. And you can and get also, stuck on the wall with your mouth open. You it, keep... Well, the, and the uh -huh. maps, the maps actually change. The original Pac-Man yeah. was the exact same map over and over and over again. And if you knew the right path to take, you could just keep doing that. You would never get caught once. Whereas with Miss Pac-Man, they, they actually change it up. Oh, yeah. I, I actually, Miss Pac-Man might be more fun. It is really fun. Mm -hmm. So, but why is it that, uh, games typically involve combat? You know, I thought it's, I was thinking about this. It's like assuaging our destructive animal nature. Maybe. That's my guess. Maybe it's just maybe a part it's, of you don't get to Well, maybe, the rest maybe of the time. it's because know. conflict. Conflict resolution of some sort, overcoming, overcoming, yeah, experiencing resistance makes you stronger. Like there's, there's two games that I play right now: Spelunky Two <laughs> oh, and no. Skater XL. Mm -hmm. And Skater XL is just absolutely not violent in any capacity. It's literally it's just soothing. a skate simulator. So soothing. Yeah, it's soothing. It's fun. I make make, make the dude do like a 360 flip mute 900. It's just great. I just like, oh man, look at this guy's flying through here. Spelunky though is like. 
<laughs> I wouldn't call it violent because they're little sprite creatures. Like they're just like little, you know, like Mario. There's some super, that's like some of that games just like really just like the adorable little sprites. And then other stuff in it is like super dark and violent. Like yeah. throwing like throwing, throwing a dog onto the, that, yeah. on the sacrificial like altar. Sacrificing so animals. Behind and like cutting their throats. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, horrible. It's happening. horrible. Yeah. Dude, you know, you know what I'm excited for? What? Like when we get to, so Skyrim is fun. But I want to play a game like an Elder Scrolls game where they can uh, artificially generate in real time reactions from the NPCs, mm-hmm. from the non- non-player characters. So like you'll walk into a village and they'll be like, what are you doing? And you'll pull your sword out. Why are you drawing your sword? Don't point a thing at me. Oh, he's going to swing it. Like yeah. they can actually just say things and react in their own weird oh, randomized so, ways. I think quantum computing is going to help a lot with I that. I just can't yeah. wait till they make Joe Biden simulator for yeah. Oculus. <laughs> Video oh, games just appealing to the male fantasy. You get to be all um, no malarkey Joe. I was to say, what is that fantasy? Is you get the Joe Biden Joe? simulator. <laughs> yeah. you get did you guys? Do you guys see the Andrew Yang presidential fighting game? No, yes. it came out a while ago. Oh it was really really funny. I don't know whatever happened to it. But it was like during the primary and the storyline was that you were Andrew Yang and he, he throws money as a super move right. and like he fights Donald Trump. And it was really, really good. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. It was it was I, I was really impressed because the dude who made it was a Yang supporter, but he, it was very, very offensive what Elizabeth yeah. Warren would do. Her super move was to summon a charging buffalo. Oh, my God. And, oh, yeah. and she would literally do like the wah, 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 you know, thing yeah. when she would throw stuff. And she had like Native American headdress and stuff. But here's the difference. I was like, wow. But no, but that's the difference. Like that, that joke is not making fun of Native Americans. It is making fun of her yep. for being racist and trying to appropriate their culture. Did you see the DNC? The DNC had around the Native, the Indigenous Caucus yes. or whatever. Yeah, I did that a cartoon awesome. about that. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I did a cartoon with that. It, the, the fact that they what actually, like, the, just the total lack of self awareness. Dude, these people have lost it. Dude, I, I was reading. Did they a, ever have it? They, I mean, no. look, have you, let's, guys, my friends, my yes, friends, yes, please. Okay, yes. Did you see that they're doing a new movie about COVID called no, Songbird? Yeah. Oh, oh no. I heard you talking. I heard you talking about this earlier. COVID twenty three. Basically painful. It's mutated. The mortality rate is fifty oh percent, and it's like, oh, thank God, it's we so watch bad. This later. But hold on, hold yeah. on. I bring this up for a reason. I bring this up for a reason. I just watched The Craft Legacy the other night. All right, you guys know the movie The Craft? No, no. It's where these these high school girls are oh, witches. They're witches. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I never saw it, dude. Jordan Peterson is the villain of the Craft Legacy. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's what? a. It's He's a, got a big cauldron. It's a. So the bad guy in the Craft Legacy, and I don't want to spoil too much. Is Silly. is a. It's like how how the woke view Jordan Peterson. Wow. It's like your your powers are no match for me. <laughs> your powers. I'll summon all of my archetypes. Dragon, come from the underworld, and then it goes and attacks oh the witches. So it. so hold on. I might spoil a bit. So Do spoiler it. alert for those that want to watch. The craft legacy. Yeah, no. The reason I bring this up is that there's a flippening happening. Flippening. Like, so listen, man. Uh, I play music. I, I, you know, do creative things. I skateboard. Yeah. And I am not aligned with the left right now. And there are a bunch of pro skateboarders who are voting for Trump. I talk to all the time. They like, they want to send me gear. That's and I'm like, awesome. how is it that like we have ended up on the Trump side of this thing? Mm. So when you have a, like, have you ever seen those Christian movies? You know what I mean? Like the conservative Christian. Like God's like, Not Dead 2. Oh, the no. greatest film really? of all time. Yes. The but like the really one poorly, ever produced. poorly yeah, produced. So what awful. do you mean, Tim? <laughs> what so are you talking awful. about? Shameless. What are the best films ever made? God's <laughs> Not Dead 2. <laughs> but you know, it's like the, 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 the like conservatives try making movies and they don't do a good job of it. Ugh. Yeah, it's true. But I think it's changing. Well, I think the creatives, the fun, the thinkers, the, imag- the, the, the imagineers, imagineers, they're not on the left anymore because you're not allowed to conform. So listen. In the in this movie, The Craft Legacy, there's no movie, mm. none whatsoever. 
It is literally just a series of scenes where woke girls go around talking about wokeness. Nice. And I, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm, don't, I'm, don't spoil it. They, I want to uh, see Tim, it. Tim, are they the granddaughters of the witches we couldn't burn? Oh my no. God. No. Oh, you know the, the oh, Salem oh, witchcraft trial, right? Wait, wait, wait. Apparently that came from eating ergot. So listen, story. listen. Yeah. Without spoiling too much, and by telling you the villain was Jordan Peterson, yes. you've, you've already I've kind of, so uh, David Duchovny. Clean their room. Da- oh, David actor. Duchovny plays a guy, and I've already spoiled by saying by telling you this. Do it because like it's like the big reveal at the end or whatever. It's what so is? dumb, but he uh, he's got a, he writes a bunch of books about masculinity, and he literally refers to them as like disrupting order. Oh my! God. I'm like, dude. It, they're they're trying to cre- take take this like idea of Jordan Peterson and make a villain out of it. When did they make this film? It just came out. Oh, this it's, just yeah, came it, out. So it's, it's, it's on, like, like was intentionally Jordan Peterson. So I that was their villain in their witch movie. Of course it was. But it's mm. but wow. it's it's not it's not your Jordan Peterson. Yeah, it's a Jordan Peterson who would be like masculinity is order. No, that's my Jordan Peterson. That's how I see him, <laughs> dude. Dude, you got to see it. It I is. The, it watch is. It, it is. God's no, not dead too. It, yeah. Is better than this. Well, cool. Like, like, listen, listen. Well, God's but God's. That's not saying much, Tim. Well, hold on, hold on. I've never seen God's Not Dead. Me too. neither. I, I'm just ripping out. God's not dead too. God's still not dead. I'm just laughing. I'm horrible. It could be a perfectly decent movie. I've seen. No, no way. I've so we we had. I've seen. These shows. There was one. Oh my, I used to watch these shows. What was it called? Psycho Cop Two. Psycho Cop Returns. No, no. We, 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 had, we had a Christian channel in Chicago. I can't. It was a long time ago. Oh uh, yeah, there's a couple. I think. But they had cartoons that were actually decent. They were rather poorly produced, but still guess? entertaining. Did you ever watch Gerbert? Gerbert? Do you remember Gerbert as no. like a Christian cartoon? All right. No. It, was, it wasn't a cartoon. It was like a puppet thing. That's amazing. Ger- I was well, curious so look, if you saw it on this channel. There's a couple. Of I remember watching these shows. I can't remember what it was, but it was like a cartoon that was moderately well produced, but nowhere near on par of like Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and stuff. And it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then I watched The Craft and I'm like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen Birds of Prey. Oh, I've man. seen cats. It's heavy hit. I saw ca- I saw cats. Whoa. I saw cats in theater. Why did you do that? Because the song Damn. "Memory" is a really good song. Oh, that's and true. so is right. Mr. Mistopheles, and they ruined both. Oh, and that's when I was like, "Harumph!" That, I will that's sit when through. Tim turned against the media. It was. It was true. on that day. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood. Why cats? Everybody knows that Mr. Mistopheles and Memory are great songs. Not everyone knows that because I didn't. I'm they, not aware. I don't even you, know if you, I did. Your, your memory was just repressed because the greatness of the song, like so when, when you when, it when you saw you it, you're like subconscious oh. man. You like buried it. When no, you no, no. Your passed it down. The original versions by Andrew Lloyd Webber are excellent. Mm-hmm. I, I believe Andrew Lloyd Webber is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, it was just like when the woman was singing Memory. She's crying. So it's like, <laughs> and there's oh. snot pouring out of her nose. Oh, and I'm like, cool. this is awful. <laughs> That's cool. They want to make it as gross now, as hold they on. Could. They're like, how do we make the most unpleasant looking film? The craft like, legacy is worse than that. Ooh. The craft legacy is You're making a me watch woke. It. Right? It's a woke movie. I don't think I can see it. Where the only thing is, oh, I want to spoil so much. No, don't. Dude, don't I do don't it. think. It's right. funny. It's Here. funny, though. <laughs> I want to say it. It's Do funny. It. There's so much funny stuff. Do I'm going to tell you. It? I'm going to say I don't it. know because the audience might not appreciate uh, sometimes when The people audience are like... might want to watch the Jordan Peterson is Hitler film about witches. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So, he's like, he's got, dude, he's, he's having like, uh, this, uh, I, I'm spoiling the movie. Masculinity, okay. man. It's like the best thing ever. I mm-hmm. bloody don't like women. That's what it's been about <laughs> all along. It, yeah. So hold on. I'm, I, I'm probably being a bit hyperbolic by saying the villain is Jordan Peterson. Oh, well, now I feel fooled. But in the, in, in the movie when he says 
that like you've just like we are order or something. I was like, dude, that's Jordan Peterson has said like masculinity is order and femininity is chaos or whatever. And he's talking about what archetypes or something. Yeah, I'm spoiling it. I'm going to I'm going to do it. And and you can spoil. Okay, so they break into this. Did the chat consider that maybe I want to watch? No, (laughs) they break feelings. They break into a guy's house. And they turn him woke with magic. <laughs> yes! They, they take his bong, oh, no. and they take a used condom. Oh, that's what? And they, oh, right. that's that's disgusting. they oh, put them together, oh, God. and that's they put horrible. a bunch of magic oh, items in it, uh, and then they wipe it on his pillow, and the next day, <gasps> he's woke. That's like a horrible, disgusting like, thing to do. He goes, who would think of that? Who would think of that and put it in a movie? <laughs> who does wait, wait. that? Like, did they oh, put man. the condom in, uh, yes, the, in bong, the bong and they yes. poke a hole in it that so we didn't horrible. know there was a condom in it? But no, it no, still I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and then, like, for some reason, they have the power to freeze time. They don't exp- it just, like, happens randomly. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, like, time is frozen. But, uh, so this is the weirdest thing. She is, like, walking through the hall. This is in the trailer, so it's not spoiling too much. And the guy who they turn woke. He's mocking her and he puts his hands on her shoulders and then she like puts her hand up and he goes flying 20 feet through the air. So then she gets put in attention for hitting him. And I'm like, what person in their right mind would see a guy go flying 20 feet and be like, that little girl must have struck him. Yeah. I'd be like, whoa, what the, what's going on? Anyway, so when she goes home, her new stepdad, who is Jordan Peterson, he's like, it's not, it's, 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 it's an evil version. It's like probably, yeah. it's, it's how they view him. He writes books about masculinity and he has <laughs> seminars about masculinity. Uh-huh. And she's, and he goes, uh, what, he's like, he's very calm. He goes, what's this I heard that you hit, you know, Timmy in school? And she goes, I was defending myself. And he goes, don't speak when I'm speaking to you. I have a zero tolerance policy for violence in this house. I'm disappointed. And he walks away. And that was it. And she goes, <gasps> and she's like freaking out. And I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. That's reasonable. That's all he did? Yeah. That's all he did? said, I'm disappointed in you? Sounds like the villain. I thought if he was going to be a villain, he would have smacked her across the face yeah, and be like, I am the man of this house. No, he was just like, I have a zero tolerance policy for violence. Policy for violence. And I am disappointed. And he walks off. And she was like, what a grave injustice. <laughs> yeah. So later on, there's uh, like, so, okay, man, I don't want to spoil too much. but okay, do it. But, but uh, there's, there's a moment where <laughs> a character dies and her new step family, there's like a ring of people, a ring of men. And, and they're all snapping their fingers for some reason, going like this. It's the weirdest That's thing. That's what like men do. Right, right, right. Do you guys want to go but, to the Jordan Peterson masculinity seminar? Yes. Snap our but fingers? wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He's, doing, he's doing a seminar with these people. And then he's like, you know, weakness is like, he's like you, we, we are not weak. And then he calls his son out. And then he says, you know, my son lost a friend today who died. And then he looks at his son and goes, you are not weak. Let it out. And then his son starts crying and yelling. And then he hugs him. And then everyone starts like snapping their fingers. And then it shows this main character's face going like, <gasps> like shocked as she's secretly watching from the top what? of the stairs. What? And I was watching. I'm so like, wait, people. wait, hold, hold on. Isn't that what they want? Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Like, hold on. A bunch of guys got together. The snapping the fingers thing was weird. Uh-huh. The guy explains well, that could, his son lost a friend. Like clapping, but when you don't want to make wait, noise. But, so, so, like, yeah. so it's a guy going like, you're not weak. You can let it out. And then he starts crying and he hugs him. I'm like. That's that's pretty, pretty all, that's pretty all right. That yeah, seems like, like a good a, thing. Dude. This seems like emotional but maturity. She freaks out His about it. Died. So anyway, is and, it the Duchovny is the guy. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So basically, he writes a bunch of books about like what like being masculine. And there's like a point where she's like reading it. And she's like sh- shocked at it. 
And then he walks in and she drops it. She's like, <gasps> so why would anyone be masculine? Who would choose such a thing? Isn't it funny though that like if this is truly a Jordan Peterson stand-in, like that's the thing, like th- to boil him down to his worst trait would be the fact that he doesn't think masculinity is evil. He's writing books about what? Masculinity. The reason, the reason I say he's Jordan Peterson is because he said, you know, something about the order that they bring or whatever, like what he does with masculinity is order mm-hmm. and that, you know, Jordan Peterson is says, viewed as this villain by these people. Uh-huh. And based on that, the general idea, I guess he's like an MRA or something. Yeah, you know, that's weird. masculinity. Yeah. What's MRA? Men's rights Men's activist. activist oh. Ian. The movie. Get, 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 get in the now. Yeah, get in the yeah, now. I, I, I'm going to spoil a lot more. Aren't you an MRA? Like, the movie yeah. makes literally no sense. Mm-hmm. There's oh, well, no plot. That's not a None. spoiler. I figured. That's why, that's why I'm saying it's, a, it's like. How do you spoil something that's rotten? So Ooh, it's it's like boy, I love that. It's like watching a bunch of random things happen in succession that make no sense, and it really feels like I guess they wanted Gen X women to have their kids watch it because like the song the the movie opens with Alanis Morissette. I think I, can't oh, I love her. I can't remember which I song. I love her is. from two thousand one or whatever. Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, it's it's one of the songs from Jagged Little. Pill. I can't remember. But I was like, very obviously, they're trying to cater to the the, the women who were young when the Craft One came out. You know, yeah. she wrote Jagged Little Pill about Dave Coulier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that that's uh, you ought to know. Yeah, yeah. The song you ought the, to know. Most of the album was inspired by her relationship yeah. with Dave. But anyway, the movie is a bunch of random the garbage that makes house. no sense. And I got I got to tell you guys, I was triggered. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course you were. I, no, I, I have you to. You don't get I, triggered I, no, very stop. often. No, stop. This disgusting. is serious. It sounds like a sick film. I was, I was triggered. Yeah. Okay, oh. I was literally shaking. Okay. Because one of the actresses who plays a trans woman is cisgendered in oh, real life. Oh, no. No Shut joke. Shut it down. Shut but that's, it. that's true, though. That's true, I though. can't make this film. That's horrible. So uh, in, in the movie, randomly and for seemingly no reason, one of the characters just says she's a trans girl. But the actress is actually cisgendered in real life. I thought that was like not okay. I'm cisgendered sure that's a faux pas. means you're the cisgendered means comfortable in skin. That's what the uh, comfortable the in is. skin. Yeah, so Sad. Love it. The, the 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 actress is a human female, and the character she's playing is a human transgender <laughs> whoa, whoa, female. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Meaning transgender that is a man that has transitioned to, to a, a woman. woman. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. A male transitioning Roger. to a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Uh, I thought that was not allowed. I'm pretty sure it isn't. It's not. I don't know no. why they made the exception here. It's funny. You mentioned this film being really pandery and bad. It and woke. this is something that I, I actually the talked about. The ending's the best part. Well, this is something I talked about with the Babylon Bee guys about like Christian films, but it also applies to what you're discussing is so often people will try to tailor the media they're producing to a specific demographic and they get really heavy handed with it, but that doesn't work. You just have to make something that you think is good or funny or whatever yeah, you're right. going for. And if your worldview matches up with your audiences, as it should, if you've amassed followers, they probably agree mm-hmm. with you about things, then that's just going to come through. You don't, you don't, you don't have to put an effort in to represent your worldview. It's just going to come out of you if you're being honest with the art that you're producing. Mm-hmm. Similar to singing and, and well, being a musician. But th- think about this, like, uh, uh, John Stewart was hilarious. Yeah, right. I know. I liked John Stewart. And now, probably the funniest or or one of the funniest political comedians we have is Stephen Crowder. Or Seamus you, actually. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. Freedom Tunes is fantastic. I, I really appreciate it's that. It's hilarious. I was kidding, Dave but Chappelle I really appreciate Seamus, that. You know, Dave yeah. Chappelle's great, but Chappelle he's not overtly Seamus. a political no, no, uh, comedian. Political comedians, yeah. Right, right, right. So if you watch any of the woke brigade, brigade stuff, John Oliver, mm. it's <sighs> like they're not even telling jokes. Yeah, exactly. When you watch Crowder, Crowder is, is actually funny. Yeah. So it's like the weirdest thing to me that this flip is happening where... Now, when I watch, you know, internet cartoons that make jokes, it's, you know, freedom tunes. Yeah. And then I turn on like Samantha B and I'm like, you're literally not telling me a joke. You're just insulting Trump. 
Kong and the Pig. This is funny because um, I was you wanted to watch my most recent video today, and while we were sitting down to watch it, the advertisement we got before it was for Trevor Noah. Yeah, yeah I know. And it was really <laughs> Criminally bad. Unfunny. It was Dude. really bad. Trevor Noah. And he's on television, right? I just yeah, have a YouTube yeah. channel. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about Trevor Give Noah- Give me money. No, exactly. Is that <laughs> his comedy right now is like YouTube videos from 2008. Yeah. It's him sitting in his room with a TV behind him, and I'm like, dude- even I like we pulled yeah. a sheet over some Come wood. On, like what? You know what I mean? Like we made an effort. No, this looks good. No, this lights. is a good-looking studio. You well, we 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 did yeah. do a decent amount of work in this place. But like downstairs, uh, in where I do my normal show, it's 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 not up. We're in a different. It's it's downstairs from where we are. I just put stuff like in the back. I put a bookshelf up. Yeah, and Honestly, I'm like, dude, this isn't even that hard to do. Like I, I know, mean, yeah. minus the cameras. Like, so it, what's it, your it, whole career? Like it is. For there's them. no excuse. For the how how many months has it been now? Seven, eight months or whatever of okay. lockdown. They couldn't have been like, you can work from home like you normally do. Here's a good camera and a background. Yeah, really. It makes no sense. Yeah. It just looks, it, it's That's like, really weird. And, I, and I'll tell you what, these people live or die by their studio audience being told to laugh. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Because a lot of what they say, Please people- clap. Pe- Exactly. exactly. It's 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 Jeb Bush. Yeah. Jeb oh. energy. That's it's, true. It's, no, laugh tracks are Jeb comedy. Yep. Yeah, it's Jeb true. Comedy. That's what it is. Please, please laugh. laugh. Please laugh. Yeah. 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 I feel bad for. Uh, well, I shouldn't say I feel bad, but there's so many shows that rely on laugh tracks. I don't, I'm not a fan of them. Well, like here's the thing: all these comedians who who we're, we're criticizing because we don't think their work is very good. I mean, almost all of them are certainly funny people. They could write good jokes, but they have a writing staff. I think oftentimes that probably doesn't feel they need to put the effort in because they're pandering to a political subsection. It's mm-hmm. like as long as I say something they agree with, they'll exactly. think it's funny. Clapter. Yeah, clapter. exactly. Clapter. Um, Whereas I think if you just like try to put something out there that's zany and goofy and funny and makes you laugh, but it's about a political topic again, like the angle you're going to take and what you are going to find funny is going to appeal to your audience without you needing to go overboard to make it clear. Like your audience finds you. You don't have to search for an audience. Exactly. You know, yeah. you know, you just you know, put make stuff that yeah, just make stuff that's true to yourself. Exactly. How do you do woke comedy when you can't make fun of your own side? Exactly. That's exactly so, it. So like I make fun of conservatives, and it's right. clear it's clear that I have a a right leaning channel, and I'm you're, a right wing person or your, conservative person your dave rubin video was brutal <laughs> oh, man. thank you yeah i, I, I think i mentioned agree. this and i felt bad so when i wrote that dave rubin video the original idea was just to i didn't even think i was going to make it a cartoon i was just writing the script out and i was trying to figure out what impressions i could do or like trying to write for different political figures for other videos it was just an exercise and i was like well where do i put them what's the framing device i was like oh well of course dave rubin's show and I didn't really have a Dave Rubin's imp- Dave Rubin impression, but I thought he pronounced the letter G kind of funny when he said agree. He's a guy agree. And so <laughs> yeah. I just started writing. I would have I just wrote a bunch of lines that sounded like really over the top things political personalities would say, and then in between each one, just I agree because it's just an <laughs> easy way to write it. Uh, but then I got progressively more and more ridiculous. That's got like a million views, isn't it? It's like some yeah. Well, I so I uploaded it, and fans, some of the fans were like, "Why did you go so hard on Dave?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm." So stupid. I like I literally, too. I wasn't even trying to rip on him, but um, on, he commented. The top comment. I, I refreshed the video uh, the day of because I was feeling kind of bad, and the top comment was from the Ruben Report, and it said, "I agree." that's the point. Sense of humor. You could, He's like, cool. Was, he was very cool, but I've met him, and he and I have actually uh, the video's not done yet because it's been <laughs> this video's been very much on the back. This, this video has been very much on the back burner for like over a year because I want it to be really good. Since Dave Rubin took the time to voice act in it, I don't want it oh. to be one of the videos that I just complete in a week. But yeah, he and I got together and like recorded a script for a new video well so the, the, uh, he was very cool about it this is the point you literally like you when you did the mccloskey's video mm-hmm. you show him holding the gun backwards <laughs> yes, yeah like, 
there's self-awareness uh, on the right right now to like being made fun of and knowing why you're being made fun of that the left doesn't have anymore. Yeah, because we're funny, too. And like, even if you're right, you can still be ridiculous. Dude, there's but, just this group of people that saw Hillary Clinton's email scandal and, it, and chose to go cognitive dissonance. And then there's everybody else. Their brain's not broke. on the right. I'm yeah. not on the right. There is no those people are point. crazy that they're dismissing yeah, that I think you're crime. Right. You don't. Yeah, you know what else is something about the Hillary Clinton email scandal that no one really talks about? Like, yeah, she deleted all those emails and it's horrible because we never got to find out what was in them, find out what was in them. But like other people have the emails that she sent out. Like that's how email works. It's a correspondence. Yes, other right. people have Correct. those emails. It'd be very easy for them to blackmail her if they had that information. Uh-huh. That's not the kind of person you want as the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Thank they, you. They pulled a lot of her emails from uh, her chief of staff. What was that guy's name? The guy Did who you- has the crazy brother. I don't know. Who no, does no. the blood magic? What? Oh, what? Yeah, oh is Podesta. this the spirit cooking Podesta. thing? No, yeah. get out of here. I don't know. Spirit cooking there, was a no. weird, there was a whole weird thing with the Podesta. Yeah, the Podesta, I don't know. Podesta, John yeah. Podesta. So they got a bunch there, of emails from there's Podesta. That, that, there's that artist woman. She did that thing called The Artist is Present. That's and right. she does a bunch of weird occult stuff. Abramovich or That's something. Right. Uh, Marina yeah, Abr- 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 yeah. Abramovich or whatever. And John Podesta's brother, Tony Podesta, hangs out with her. I think it's just I think he's the weird one in the family. I think it's like... You, no got offense, a, you got a bunch of super rich weirdos who do weird stuff. Yes. Like to, to use that to go. Tony into, Podesta? No, to go into weird cr- conspiracies and stuff. Listen, I don't know. I think, oh, they're blood I, I'll magic you, stuff? It, it is hey. really weird that they're doing that stuff. And I, at the very least, it shows they're pretty out of touch. Like, this is yeah, not like something the average person does. Dude, you, you, got you, iron in it. Weird, weird rich people doing weird rich people stuff, man. I mean, yeah. Like, don't they go into like the woods and like do like a theater performance over a giant owl or something stuff, uh, i don't yeah. know i just it's hard for me to it's yeah, hard for me to, it's hard for me to not see that as satanic i just freak yeah. what's about what about <laughs> satanic it's just freak it's these, these weird bizarre pagan rituals especially pagan like the spirit mm-hmm. especially yeah. the spirit cooking stuff like worshiping the sky yeah and stuff. do you think yeah, that, that kind of stuff is satanic or just diff- not catholic i would say yeah i would say generally satanic i believe pagan is i don't think that's always the intention but i would say with a lot of stuff what they're doing like from what i was hearing about spirit cooking like that is creepy over the line stuff that really like is, yeah. is a total affront Using to the dignity and value of human in, life in, in yeah that is kind of i guess i would very know weird yeah anything weird. i don't know it's like old. human blood or human parts you, yeah uh, is that is that even true though yeah, I don't. I, I mean, know. I've just read stuff about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I wasn't there, you know, man. I don't. I don't spend my. But time she's like going a crazy down. artist. You know, they do. People will true. paint blood on themselves. I think there was. You know, I think the story about the crazy artist lady was true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. spirit. I'll tell you what the crazy thing is. There was a Reddit account from somebody who posted saying like, "Hey, I've got some emails that are very, very VIP that we got to get rid of. What do uh-huh. we do?" And that turns out the guy who said that was like the guy who worked for Hillary. You had to get rid of it. what? Yeah, and it was on Reddit. So people weird. found it and they were like, "Look, what? That's you crazy. Wanna, that, that's just out like there. I want to hammer it home, but I almost don't want to hammer it home. Like, mm-hmm. how is it good for us? Is it good for anyone to go after her? As powerful as she is, as corrupt as that was, do we just like, like if they did with the Soviet Union, just accept it and move on? So, yeah, here's Despots. a question. Do you think that that's something that Trump would actually do if he got a second term is go after her? And the reason he hasn't no. is because no. it would be, yeah, you don't, don't think, think so? so. But uh, she said something like that. She was asked, do you think if Trump wins, he'll come after you? And she was like, look, Donald Trump has shown his willingness to blah, 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 blah. Oh, wow. Okay. I.e. yes she said, or no. She said, like she was hinting yes. Like oh. Trump will go after. I, I'm, I'm not Should've. so. I'm not so sure. One but, can dream. Yeah. Look, I don't. I don't want the DOJ to indict anybody who shouldn't be indicted. Well, 100. percent But but she should be. I don't even want to destroy people. It's like yeah. I'll tell you fine. this right now. People yeah. were corrupt. Yeah. Who cares? Let's move if, on. Yeah, but I don't know because if if you don't punish any of those people, it just keeps happening. No, no, no. Listen. Maybe, but no. Stop. If we if we no divine. if we don't prosecute those who broke the law, the country is already gone. Yep. yep. If Hillary Clinton broke the law and gets away but with some it, some laws are are not. 
destroying, good, you know? yeah. destroying public records. Precedent. I agree. That's a good Precedent. law. If she yeah. got a, if she got away with that, assuming all of that's true, then we've already lost. Precedent. Yeah. Then, then, then you've already got untouchables, Oof. and we live sure. under. Oh, we do. Th- there's, there's two classes of people now: the established, protected crony elites who can never be touched with the Patriot Act in their back pocket. And there's a few of them. There's not, there's not as many as you might think. Because these lower ranking and like regular run, rank and file politicians in Congress or whatever can easily be, you know, prosecuted or gotten rid of. But there's people like Hillary Clinton that seem to be absolutely invincible. Yeah. Nothing sticks. Well, no one will do anything. Yeah. Like they just know too no many people and too many high ranking. But I want to stress, I want to stress, um, it could just be that people are politically biased mm-hmm. and the people who deleted the emails were, was a company. The, the official story, I suppose, was that she was supposed to, uh, have gotten rid of him a long time ago. And then at some point they subpoenaed her and she didn't instruct the company to do it. And the company went and destroyed them of or something. Course. I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced I believe it because a bunch of phones got smashed by hammers or whatever. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Do you want to do a super chats? Oh, super chats. I know. I'm uh, sorry. sure. Sure. I'm just trying to, I'm really trying to be punctual. Guys. You're trying to end the show because you're tired. That's true too. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Mark 6889 says, hey, Tim, if Trump loses, he should come out as trans and the first female president. Oh, snap. Can't challenge his lived experience. Cue the no girl meme. Oh, not on. I like it. Matthew Perkins says, please don't bring any more uh, pet apologists like Vosh on. There has to be others on the left that don't dox and call women the C word regularly. No, I will book whoever I feel is relevant. And I don't like it when people post clips that are six seconds long and then try to make accusations about people without actually present- presenting a le- legitimate case. I got I got really annoyed when people are posting that video of Vosh mm-hmm. because I don't know what the full context is. He said he was making a point about child exploitation being wrong. Mm-hmm. And they pulled it out of context because he he, he worded it poorly. And if someone's going to come to me and be like, look at this out of context video. It's six no. seconds long. You have no idea what anyone asked or what was said. And for all you know, he was reading a super chat. That's like the most ridiculous thing ever. I'm not a fan of that. Evan, uh, and, and I will say for, for people who book, I book on the show, there's like a certain group of people that are demanding that I know platform people, which is no. not going to happen. Ne- never going to happen. We're in, a, we're in a position where we, we really have to bridge the gap, man. We got to come it's back about, from this dark not, it's, hole of it's cancel not even, culture. Look, it's not even about that. It's about, are we going to have an interesting conversation with somebody? Do I feel like having somebody on to talk about certain ideas? And if the answer is yes, we're going to do it. Do it. I'm not going to be bullied into not having people or having people. There you go. And so now I've got people saying, you know, uh, I, I had people who were like upset that we had Enrique Tarrio of the Proud Boys on. I thought mm-hmm. that was a good show. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah, I, I literally fun. don't. And then me and Enrique got to talk after the show about like peace, like peace and use it and like having made, turning it, the problems into a peace movement. And like, he's a legit guy. Look, really there's, a, there's, about those there's a lot you can criticize him for. There's a lot you can criticize Vosh for so long as you're getting it right. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, you know, you can criticize Vosh for a lot of things, but it's absurd that there are people on the right now telling me that here's, here's what they're saying. There's a handful of people saying there's a difference between canceling someone and giving them a platform. And I was like, right, right. That, that's exactly what they that's said true, about Ben yeah. Shapiro in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. It's not true. It's called no platforming. It's literally right. called no platforming. And the argument is Ben Shapiro has the world's biggest podcast. You don't need to give him your platform. I think no, we have people on to challenge his ideas. Canceling someone and not giving them an opportunity are different, but they're both aspects of cancel culture. I yes. Agree. Yeah. 100%. Banning someone from a show after they were booked versus saying, we won't book them because we refuse to give them a platform. That it's the same thing. If you're going to have, if you're having relevant conversations in key political areas, and I'm not building an echo chamber, you know, it's like, if you want to have 
your ideas robust and strong, you must challenge them. Dude, I was at Burning Man, and speaking of echo chambers, there's like 60,000 camps at Burning Man, all playing, a bunch of them are playing music, so there's like 30,000 different musics going on at once, and it creates this multi-echo chamber where it mm -hmm. creates a new form of echo. It's really interesting. We should try it. Yeah. There's something really funny that happens when you take, like, I lived in, a, I lived in a, uh, an apartment with three guys. One was uh, from France, Italy, and Spain. Oh, wow. Terrible. None of them spoke each other's first language, <laughs> but they all spoke English as a second language. Uh -huh. oh, no. So they created this very strange colloquial vocabulary amongst themselves, creating their own weird isolated bubble. And there was a funny thing where it happened where, like, someone used the word defenestrate. <laughs> and it was just like it means to throw out a window right and it's just such an obscure word <laughs> it's a french word right defenestrate yeah i think so i don't know but they're speaking english and everyone was like what <laughs> it's just really funny kind of how the american constitution was written defenestrate a bunch of people speaking their own languages came up with the u.s constitution what do you, you know, mean a, a bunch of different english. ideas language meaning ideas uh, well there was a with all general these rapidly different but, but ways of looking at what they wanted it to become I mean, that's just everything. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty firmly classically liberal. Every... Maybe not all of them, but... If you haven't smashed that like button... Yeah, you oh, better on, do guys. it. Nail it. Do it, please. You're making Seamus angry. You're making me mad. If you don't smash that like button, here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to go to find this video, and I'm going to hit the dislike button. <gasps> now you guys have to make up Whoa. for it right now. Oh, Mash snap. that like button. <laughs> Come on, guys. Mash the like button right now, or I'm never coming on again. I was I was supposed to be here next week. You know, what I, you know what I really want to do? Yes, you yeah. have to. So, so what happened with like this no platforming thing is at the exact same time with people complaining about Vosh saying you shouldn't give him a platform, the left is just saying the same thing about Alex Jones. Yeah, why exactly. is why is Spotify giving a platform to this man? There's a difference between banning blah blah blah. And I'm like, I just, I would like to have Wash and Alex Jones on the exact same time Let's now. Do it. Mm -hmm. Create a cancel culture yes. singularity. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's like the whole show is banned. All right. Yes. Or or it, it creates an inverse effect where it's like a charged black hole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah what, a white, I mean, I oh, it's called a white hole. No, they're different. White hole. A charged black hole is when a hole has two hori event horizons. When a huh. black hole, and I think that you can actually use them to super accelerate. So that might be a form of like super accelerated cancel culture. Mm -hmm. It would be really hilarious yes. just to have on like a high profile right wing individual and left wing individual who are like just like you know bombastic and just fun. Just I have think the it'd be show. fun. Be fun. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I think that it wouldn't be the over the top bombastic left wing individual that would get you banned or demonetized. Of course, it would almost certainly be the right wing. But then it would be a weird thing for them to be like, "Are we going to ban the show with this mm. left wing individual on it?" Interesting. But also, yeah. it's how they talk. Because if he said something crazy, and you're like, "No, no," then they wouldn't. They didn't, no, it didn't matter. But Joe, Joe Rogan fact checked Alex Jones on his show repeatedly. And the leftists are still screaming, but he was harassing that. But they wouldn't ban it. But if Rogan was like, oh, really? Let's go. And he was no. like, inciting it. He might, they might ban it. It, it depends on what That's he said. Maybe. Anyway. I don't know. Matthew Hammond says, we need Seamus and Paul Shanklin on a show at the same time. Oh, Paul Shanklin is the voice actor that does Rush Limbaugh parodies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap. I'm not familiar with him. Love oh, to shout him out sometimes. You could be Rush Limbaugh. Paul Shanklin. But my, my, my parents used to listen to Rush when I was a kid. I remember driving around in our oh, yeah, van. Mine too. Just that guitar riff that would play before every single segment. Stupid, stupid Monkey says, really, Seamus, a lion sweatshirt? you got to be joking. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. right. Do Lions people know where kids. that's from? Yeah, yeah. I just love the lines. No, this is, uh, don't tell them. You're gonna All right, you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Sebastian Monroe says, what's Seamus' best impression of Tim Pool? Oh, man. My Tim Pool <laughs> impression would be tough because he's kind of like, I feel like you, you, you are... I would need a little while to work on it. This is going to be really bad. Full disclosure. 
So in the news today, there was a person who did a thing down by this place. Now, the reason <laughs> that this is significant is because Donald Trump said that this thing was not supposed to happen. That's the best. I like I it. Depends, yeah. on, really depends like on how much it. caffeine I have. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. yeah, very true. Because sometimes I might be five times faster. Let's than check that. it out. Yeah, exactly. And then he like throws exactly. his collar up. <laughs> yeah. we'll see, like, so, so you're, I feel like I feel like I have most of your like speech pattern. Like I could get most of your speech patterns if I worked at it. But the voice would be trickier for me. And was that's actually. When Tim and I first started talking, I reached out to him on Twitter and asked him to do his voice in one of my cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, and I can't do you. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't do his voice, so I just had Tim do it. That's um, awesome. That was great. Yeah, and you drew me a stand from South Park. Basically. No $500. Because yeah. of the beanie. And that, that was another episode, too, because I could maybe get away with doing one character this way. With Joe Rogan, I think I kind of have his, like, maybe some of his speech patterns down, but I couldn't do his voice. And I was like, okay, I can't have two characters who are just my voice, but with different speech patterns. So I was like, yeah. Tim, please. And then you did it. So it was very kind. That's awesome. Peter... Bemis says, Freedom Tunes, Vosh said there are no right-leaning libertarians. Your response? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I've mentioned this before. I used to be like a die-in-the-wool libertarian. I've become more of like, um, I've heard, I've had some people describe me as like Chestertonian, like kind of uh, a limited government Catholic conservative, but I, I have heavy libertarian leanings. I'm I'm not sure what he's referring to. I I'm not sure if he's referring he to like said, that, the, the origins of the word libertarian and the groups that used to use it. I mean, he said right populism is fascism. Okay, right-wing populism, how, and how is he defining right-wing populism? The, and he, also, how is he defining fascism? He gave an academic definition of fascism. Okay. You know, the, the, the veneration of the nation-state, the nation-state above, above, right. above the individual. Above literally everything. And then he said that right populism is a, you know, uh, I'm, I'm probably, I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but essentially my understanding was right-wing will of the people enacted by the government. So that's why he said right populism is fascism. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to give that more thought. What I do know is that if you actually look at the definition of fascism, as was laid out by Giovanni Gentile and Benito Mussolini, it's even more insidious than just the state above all individuals. I mean, it's the state above literally everything, every other social institution, and everything has to be achieved within the state. So you have, I think, Gentile writing, nothing of value, human or spiritual, can exist outside of the state, which is just a completely psychotic thought. Uh, on top of that, I mean, it's antithetical to virtually everything I believe as a Catholic uh, and the idea that like a, a a limited government Catholic conservative position is anywhere near approaching fascism, I think is kind of ridiculous or, or even a, a big government. Like even if you were, you know, sort of a Catholic conservative who thought that the state should interfere more often than I do personally. I don't think that would be fascism either. That's kind of ridiculous. But yeah, are you ready for this? Sure. One? There's, there's two parts. The first part just oh, for boy. me. Finally caught you guys live. Tim, have you ever read One Piece? If you get kicked from YouTube, it may be a good time to read a modern epic. Also, and I'm assuming this is for you. Could you do Ben Shapiro getting wisdom teeth out? <gasps> okay, so what does that tool do? Okay, uh, okay so the Novocaine, I actually don't think the Novocaine's going, oh, okay, 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 You want to know what it sounds like when Ben Poor Shapiro's ben. getting wisdom teeth taken out? What, what? I mean, he's, he's, you want, you, you want to know what it sounds like? What does All right, it sound like? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready for yours. <laughs> Yep. When he's people, when, no, he does Novocaine. He's, I got he's, my he's not going to be Novocaine. screaming and grunting <laughs> yeah, as is. the dentist is working on his mouth. Yeah, he is, yeah, he is because because the Novocaine wasn't fully kicked <laughs> in. He had a he had a lib dentist. <laughs> like, okay, my, life, my life's a doctor, but not a dentist. So we're just yeah, going exactly. to have to go to you. Have you guys had your wisdom? He's going to go. Maybe if you were a real doctor like my wife, and then yeah, they put water instead of the most excruciating pain I've ever felt in my life was an infected wisdom tooth that that was impacted, and they had to they had to pull it. Did they keep you awake for it? Yeah, yeah, of course. I was awake for. They dug it out. I could see yeah. bones yeah. flying oh, out of my no. mouth. The, the most pain I've ever felt in my life is when Cher said she'd go to Canada when, when Trump won. Oh, that was. Yeah. I, I think. <laughs> that was <a> good night. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I mean it. I no. so it, it, I had an impacted tooth, 
and I had just gotten back from, I think it was Morocco mm-hmm. and it got infected. So the dentist like jammed a chisel in and ripped it out. <gasps> oh, that's, and, that happened to me. And I was, I was like, <sighs> I was in a cold sweat pail and just shaking with pain for like two <sighs> days straight. And the painkillers weren't doing anything. Oh yeah, Dude. it was it was it was I still the worst have giant pain ever. gaps from like thirty years oh ago when I got them out, gosh. or twenty five years M- ago. My wisdom teeth. I remember when I had them out, which is why I don't have any wisdom anymore. Oh, Get no. it? Oh, you're no, still I make smart. Sense. I was like sixteen years old, and I went there, and they asked, "They're like, what? What, uh, what do you guys? What do you like want done? Or like, do you want to go under? Or do you want Novocaine?" And I was like, "Which is cheaper? Like, I wasn't paying for it, <laughs> yeah. but I was like, I want to be a responsible citizen who doesn't just right. build things to other people." So they're like, "All right, uh, well, we'll do the Novocaine then." And so they did it, and they had to chisel away. Like one of the teeth was too deeply rooted, and they just took uh, like. It, I think it was a chisel. It was something where they like dug it yeah. out. They broke the tooth <sighs> up and dug it out. And yep. I went home and I wish I still had the picture. But my jaw was so swollen. I looked oh, like a Family Guy oh. character, man. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and it took several days. It, it t- did take several days for the pain to become manageable. I was on so wow. many pain Wow, calls. I remember it those was days bad. after the surgery. Mm-hmm. Awful, All right. dude. Ty Chapman says, is it sad to say that Alex Jones was right on a lot of this crazy stuff? No. Like throw enough crap into the wall and it will stick? I don't know. Have y'all seen the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones recent thing? Is it? I haven't watched it. Yet. I've only no. seen a Isn't couple parts. Isn't it funny yeah. that like the only conspiracy theory that was too insane for Alex Jones was Russiagate? He's like, no, I'm like, come on. I'm, I'm not, not going doing to do that. That's yeah, I'm not going to go there. Um, but you no, know, the, uh, yeah, Alex Jones, it's strange. He was, he has been right about a number of things. And I think some of that is just like, if you, if you love every conspiracy theory you hear, you're bound to get a couple mm-hmm. of them right. And he's very well read. He is actually. Yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah. So uh, Kid Truck says, election night is going to be so rough. I've got to pick whether I want to watch Crowder, you, or Daily Wire's election Oof. party. All three. Well, you want to watch well, us. Here's the thing. You want to watch us because I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. I've often said and that Rogan. we can't Skype people mm. on this show. Right. I think we and the And well, for one, there's an internet connectivity issue. Mm. We, we have like garbage internet. I have good news, though. The Verizon finally came and they're oh, like, gosh, we're finally. going to give Dude, you really good internet. I'm like, thank nice. you. Um, we don't have screens. You'll like... We're all looking at each other. That's true. I can sort of look to my right and see some screens, but like I have the screen in front of me. I could theoretically look down, but we also don't have playback from the computer into it's our annoying. headphones. Just like pain. we just didn't set it up because I don't want to do it. And I, I don't want to create excuses for it. However, we have a solution. We do. I am going to be calling into Crowder's stream on election mm-hmm. night. Really? And we're going to take a computer, a separate computer. And we're going to run an audio out into our soundboard and point the camera at the laptop in the chair. So at the point when we're doing the call in, we're going to put, I would like to make like a fake person with a, with a, a computer say, for a head. Here's what you should do. You should have like a computer with wheels and then like a robotic arm. So yes. you can like grab a water bottle and like put Splash it, it and break itself. And, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we're going to do a, uh, uh, I'm going to call into Crowder. And fun. we're going to put a computer here and, and, and film the computer and you'll see the audio from. So uh, you will have to choose, I suppose. But what we're doing is not the same thing. It's a party. So my goal is to probably do like one big wide, sh- wide shot from here pointing at everybody. And then whoever is up here will be on the show because I'm not going to be up here. Like I'll come up periodically. You know, I'll come up here at the time when we do the call with, with, with Crowder and then Crowder will be like, you know, kind of on his show and my show at the same time. And I'll be on his show and my show at the same time. But there might be like, 
I don't know, some random people just showing up. Bopping around. Are you yeah. saying that when you're gone, I can take the captain's chair? It's true. Yes. Yes. My suggestion. Oh, I'm going to be Tim. Now I'm going to do my Tim pool. Open- right <laughs> I'm going to go in your room, grab one of your beanies. Yes. Open multiple tabs in the low, <laughs> a low weight browser like Brave and mm-hmm. uh, just have, break them into four little boxes and watch fun, all, yeah. all four because Rogan's doing a show too. So there's four shows. Rogan's doing a show? Yeah, him you're and Alex Jones. You're He's doing Alex. Yeah, Alex and Tim Dillon. Oh, man. I got a triple check. Yeah, on Instagram they posted about it. I can't. So we're going to have to compete. Um, yeah. Who gets the most numbers? We'll find yeah, out. That's the question. No, nah, whatever. Kids, we're, we're, tune, we're, tune into this. All right. I'm going to be here. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to be partying. We're going to be having guys. a good time. Lids is going to be here. Mm-hmm. Ian's going to be here. Tim's going to be here. Jack Murphy's going to be other here. People. Jack's going to be here. Sandra, I believe, will be in the house. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of people. We, we've basically invited every guest we've had. You'll yeah. get to see me make friends. Won't that be fun? That'll that be really fun. We're cheering for you. I don't want to say names and, and, you know, for like, Oops, put sorry, people on the spot right? Oh, no, no, yeah. Cassandra's fine. Yeah. She's coming to hang out because Cassandra's a good friend. But there are some people Not we invited sorry. who would like have to fly back out and make it a thing. Yeah, I get it. But I'll just tell you, there may be some really amazing, weird interactions where like our past guests are all so sitting around excited. each other talking about this stuff. They're going to love It'd be each really other. cool mm-hmm. to it's like, like, a, like a far side comic or something. Me. Yeah, just yelling at Seamus. No, I mean yeah. I think everyone's going to get along. It's like that boulevard just... of broken dreams. Damn, I man. walk a lonely road. That's <laughs> beautiful. I love it. Thank yeah. you, Seamus. You're welcome. That's good. Gen yeah. Z says my friend is a registered Democrat. Oof. Though he is voting Trump, he has Oof. received six ballots himself oh here in Pennsylvania. What? Wow. Oh man, that's crazy. Sanity. I need a, I need a Snopes fact check on that one, guys. Yeah. Before I don't I react. It. I don't gasp Thank unless I get a fact check. That's right. Okay, hold on. I can't. Sorry. Royal Canadian Moose says, "Do you think the beachhead that Trump had created in the culture war?" That things will change when he leaves office, or will it just have been a battle won in a losing war? If Trump loses, if they're like, I, I, I'm sorry, man, the Republicans have to win everything; otherwise, it's over. Yeah, I don't Here's agree. The thing, in terms of the culture, I think war. Trump is a big reason why the culture war is inflamed right now. I and believe you're incorrect. I think he's he's just he banned critical race theory. He just says like the he's, left, the right, like when he talks, like the president should not no, 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 be talking hold on, about hold on. that. I, I got what, no what problem you, with that. What you need to understand There's is no left or right. The issue, the issues there of the is. culture war started a decade ago, well before Trump, and we have trainings occurring in the government where they're taking white people on retreats to make them renounce their you know white privilege and supremacy Good. and whatever. Good. That stuff is going to get substantially worse. And there will be nothing on the right with any kind of institutional power to stop it. I don't remember. And Biden's going to pack the courts. Like, look, here's the thing. The Democrats are terrified uh, of Trump. They're terrified of the fact that he got into office. They're terrified of what could happen if he gets a second term. If they win, they're going to do everything that they can to remove political power from the Republican Party. Like, they're going to do everything they can to remove the checks and balances that are in place, which allow for a transition of power to occur. That's already what they did, right? They didn't really let Trump have um have an actual real term as a president they kept distracting him by cooking up phony scandals and they tried to impeach him over nothing so they were constantly impeding his agenda which is uh something to be expected to some degree but on the level that it happened to trump it was totally unprecedented so i'm i'm genuinely really frightened about what the democrats will do if they win i got i got i got i'll tell you what they're gonna do Okay. We have an update. Uh, we have a super chat from Bo Jest. He says, Governor Gretchen Whitmer rolled out more draconian orders, including giving restaurants our name and phone numbers to get service. Non-compliance equals $1,000 fine or six months in jail. Michiganders, go sign recall petitions, Trump 2020. Holy cow. I do so, agree with that. Do, do you think that... What, what? Uh, sign recall petitions. Oh, that yeah, definitely. incredibly insane. So do you guys think that the lockdown stuff, though, starts to end if Biden gets elected? Mm-hmm. If Biden gets elected, yeah. If Biden gets elected, it's going to get extremely severe, mm-hmm. and then, and they'll, then they'll it, go. It worked. It, it's yeah. a shutdown, not a lockdown, and which is important distinction. Yeah, that's fair. Nothing's really been locked down. If Trump States. wins, I think it'll just reopen, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Every yeah. time there's an election, people say, this is the, the biggest moment in our history. Every time there's a, a year, this is the one. This is the, it's like, dude, it's always the one. It's always yeah, a big, but, but maybe uh, it is, come on, though. guys. But maybe it is. Maybe the stakes actually are continually being raised. Oh, well, there wasn't, in, in, in 2016, 2012, in uh, 2008, 2004, there wasn't, what, what are we on now? Month six? Is it six? Of what? Four. The pandemic since of, March, right? I don't know, five months of rioting. Five oh, yeah, months yeah. of riots, geez. sporadic rioting, crazy, escalating. Riots and a pandemic. Mass not really a, Can I say that, that it's not really a pandemic? A pandemic would have killed It's an official of, pandemic. It is officially it a is pandemic. Officially, yeah, yeah the, the, numbers, the official yeah. definition of pandemic, it is a pandemic. Meaning that it's an, an a epidemic that is international the, the globe. Yeah, reaching several different countries. So we are dealing with pandemic. We are dealing with mass rioting and unrest. Yeah, this is unprecedented. That's true. And, and we're and we're, and we're dealing with well, there's a Spanish flu. We're, we're dealing with the Russia Gate investigation, Ukraine Gate investigation, impeachment. Like, like the, we have the, the media the, in 1919. It was the Spanish flu, World War One, which is way worse than what we got going on now. But there was no media. So I'm just saying there was face. the yeah. extent to which not to the same yeah, degree. Though, right. We didn't have like the 24 hour news. We didn't have radio. No, well, it's true. The, the, yeah, the, the extent to which they have tried to destroy. Donald Trump in office is unprecedented as far as I can tell. Yeah, you know, we don't have exactly. we don't have kids coming back from a global trench warfare, so at least it's not that bad. True. Yeah. But that wasn't about the election. That was a, just a terrible time in history. Yeah, right now we're talking about there are two divergent realities. And I really do believe that the left is comprised of low information voters who only watch mainstream media or typically do. Typically. And yeah. So or like don't when watch I, when it at all. When I was watching Juan Williams on Fox News, he was like Jesse, I've got the Wall Street Journal that says Joe Biden had no role in these companies. What is wrong with you? And I'm just thinking, like, you must have really low critical uh, thinking skills. Yeah. Because the accusation. No, no, it's true. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden had no role in these companies. Yeah, but to take that. And he was using his family members as intermediaries because he couldn't legally do it. Yeah, we discussed that earlier. So if you're someone who's really a, 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 you know, low information voter, you're like, oh, Joe Biden, no role. They were done. It's fake news. Well, yeah, this is, um, I think I was telling you about this a while ago, but there was, there was a, a video I was making a while ago sort of parodying the Joe Biden Ukrainian scandal. And I looked up a fact check about it just to make sure I had everything right. It's good to read some like opposing information. And it was a similar thing where it was like, it, it was factually accurate what the fact check was saying, but they were completely missing the point. So what they said was, well, there was no foul play here because yes, while Joe Biden did have this, um, there was, an instance where Joe Biden basically got an investigator fired by threatening to withhold aid. This was actually Obama administration policy and not something Joe Biden just came up with on his own. It's like, okay, but yeah. Do you it, think it he had some influence? Do you think he had some influence over what Obama administration policy might be as the vice president of the United States? Yeah, and Insane. I have a feeling he wasn't like, no, no, Barack, I can't do it. No, <laughs> exactly. no, don't make me. <laughs> that's, and that's certainly no, not, wait, those don't. aren't the terms he discussed it in. Those are not the terms he discussed it in. All right, we got some more super chats. Dustin says, just watched the Vosh interview interesting interesting watch well done keeping you cruel with the dude i mean you know we went off each other a little bit vosh did a live stream today talking about it i haven't seen it i popped in in the very uh, beginning versified says used to work at a unilever owned company they are super woke and when management found out that i am a free thinker my own team canceled me Oof. Ugh. what was the unilever uh thing again? wait i just grunted Dove without a fact and, check and and and, oh, and, and uh oh, ben and sorry odysseus says ezra taft benson former prophet of the L- L- lds church and former secretary of the department of agriculture spoke before the October 1968 General Conference of the LDS Church about the corruption and secret combinations within U.S. government. 
Interesting. Hmm. I want to get into talk religion with you, man. On some show someday, we should yeah, just do cool. religion talk. Check this out. That'd be totally cool. I'd love that. John Hutto says, since Bolton, U.S. drone strikes down 75%. Oh, wow. Yemen 2018 to uh, 41, 2019, 11. That's hmm. crazy. It makes sense. Oh, that's awesome. Bolton yeah. was such a chump. Yeah. yeah. That mustache, too. <laughs> that's like weird. Nicholas Whitmore says, who remembers back in the 2016 elections when people thought Trump would bring on more war and Clinton was all about peace? Hmm. I thought... I, don't think I, didn't think that. That. I never thought that, to be honest. I thought they would both the left bring more. Where's the Snopes fact check? The, the, no, that's true. That's yeah. right. They're like, Trump is going to start World War III. And I, let me tell you, I made a prediction, and I saw it in my Facebook memories. And I said, what are you voting for? World War III or Second Civil War? It's all about the sequel. Which one are you going to go with? I, and you know what? That turned out to be right. That turned out to be disturbingly accurate. It does look like red for Civil War. I'm not going to say I guarantee it, but I'm, I'm pretty, when pretty I was proud in, of myself. I was in California, it. like, I think it was 2015, maybe 2016. I used to sit there with a pit in my stomach thinking, we're going to get new. North Korea is really? going to fire a nuclear missile and hit us on the West Coast. It was that bad. Wow, before. you really thought that? Yeah, with Obama leading up to, I just had no hope. I thought Hillary's going to create an office and it's over, man. I had to, so I left the state. I was terrified. Have, good we, for we, you. We, though. we have not anymore at all. I have that feeling has completely vanished. Good, you've got hope. We, it's we, a virtue. We have a very important super chat. Oh. Zach Alrighty. Thirty says Brett Novak's videos of you skating are amazing. Yes, specifically the Hang Ten Hard Flip. Your height is amazing, dude. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to YouTube.com/slash Bradjick, B-R-A-G-I-C, it's my buddy Brett Novak, He's and good. you can search for Tim Pool and Brett Novak and see we've done a ton of videos over the past decade, uh, past decades, and there's like one of the earliest YouTube videos ever is him filming me skating in this warehouse, and it's not the greatest skating in the world because we I was just we're just hanging out and screwing around in one winter, but uh, check out Brett's channel. He's got some of the best skate videos. It's cinematic, cinematic, and really, really amazing stuff. But you should, uh, you should check out if you like skateboarding. Subscribe to his channel. And uh, thanks for the super chat. D- uh, DRT is king. Says get Razor Fist on. He'd be in. He'd be in color for a change. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's correct. Turnabout Turnip says the USSR still functions in Hollywood and various university professors. Well, this is why I said Russia has spread its error. Right, a lot of the ideas of moved in different parts of the world and infected people's hearts, minds, and souls. But the actual Russian government, uh, of the, the actual physical government of the USSR is no more. But yes. I, hear what he's, I hear what he's saying, I, and I, I totally agree. I totally concept. agree. It's in China, I mean, pretty much, right? Politi- uh, well, hi all, says Tim. Will you ever have Sargon of Akkad on? I have probably invited Sargon <laughs> like 57 times. Benjamin. He's too controversial for no, Tim. No, he's, he's, he's he busy. He's got, he, first of all, he's in the, he's in, he's in, yeah. Yeah, he's he's in, in the England. UK. Ugh. And he's working. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, dude, just let me know. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, we'll, we'll figure it out. And I'd love to have Sargon on. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Let's see. He should American come Honesty says, Tim, I just went to my podcast app to find the latest pod. They're cut off at May 11th. The last few days were on uh, were on there earlier. Now last one showing is May 11th. Hmm. hmm which, weird. which uh, well, I know you, it'd be hard to get back. Which yeah. one were you on? Which podcast? Cause, well, because I have two podcasts. I've got TimCast IRL and then TimCast Daily Show. So Tim Pool Daily Show. Politically Defiant says, Seamus, Tim, Lydia, and Ian, good evening. Seamus. Hello. Do anyone, uh, do you have anyone that does Michael Winslow and sound effects? Plus Alex F. wants his jacket back. After all, he wasn't always a peace officer. He made an infraction or two in his youth. Please, Peterson as Tim. Hmm. I'm not sure. Was that code? I don't know. Some kind of code? What was the first thing you said? I think I might have misunderstood some of that. I'm not sure I I caught all that. I apologize. I feel bad. I feel bad when someone sends money and then I don't know what they said. Thank you. We appreciate it. We very very much appreciate it. You're awesome. Anthony says. Thank you. Hey, Tim, I really think a good guest to have is Dave Smith from Part of the Problem slash Legion of Skanks. 
He's one of the leading voices in the liberty movement and could give the best philosophical representation of anarcho-capitalism for his audience, for this audience. Uh, That would be very interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with all of his takes, again, especially as I'm not as libertarian as I used to be. But like culturally, I think I think Dave Smith makes almost all the right noises. He's very insightful as well. Josh P says, Tim, I know you've already said that you'll have whoever you want on the show, but due to his attacks on anime, I believe (laughs) you should cancel all future Freedom Tune shows. Wait, (laughs) hold on a second. This is ridiculous. I will criti- if if criticizing anime means that I'm no longer able to do Tim Pool's podcast, then I guess I'm just out. You just what, anime, what anime do you hate the most? I just hate it as a general idea. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, just the concept of animated anime. anything. I just not animated. I mean, I like when things are animated. It's kind of my wheelhouse. Yeah, but, kind of. <laughs> but anime. I mean, I, maybe I'm too harsh on it. Maybe I I'm close minded. I saw he an just, anime when I was a yeah, younger man. He when just I, doesn't like Asian people. That's, all right. This is well, it, that, and Tim is leveling the accusation obvious. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If you Tim, like, just because I don't if, like you doesn't mean if I you like animation. But you don't like anime, then what you're really saying is you're racist against Asian people. You that's, know what? That's it. That's the only explanation. I, I need to be honest. I'm a phony. I have no strong feelings about anime. Do you have you guys ever seen other. Sword it's, Art it's online? Um, I've heard of it. Have you seen Sword Art online? Uh, no, I've not. It was seen great Sword Art. at first, and then I stopped watching. Um, but it's about a, a VR world that everyone goes into, and then the guy who created the world goes crazy and locks everyone inside. And if you die in the world, you die in real life. Ooh. But one guy has already played the beta. And he's the main character, so he knows the game. It's awesome. <laughs> That's nice. Georgie says, hello, Freedom Tunes. How's Balkans for Trump. Tim, you know, secular talk, that guy is so far in his bubble. Reminds me, if you went more left after 2015, 16, he's a smart guy, but damn. Anyway, love you guys. Kalinsky? Kyle Kalinsky. Yeah, yeah he's a cool dude. He's all right. Too, dude. Let's see. Uh, Kix says, that movie sounds like daddy issues the movie. Here's another <laughs> epic, epically bad but hysterical movie for you to watch. The FP. This is a dystopian future where gangs settle turf wars through dance dance revolution. I laughed for ninety minutes Hold straight. Hold on, is it, and this is this isn't a parody. I no, guess not. I think so. Sounds oh, well. great. FP. Let's look FP. it up. Yeah, it Mitch, because that that is what happens on the south side of Chicago. If you ever go out there, oh, it's all dance battles. No, it's not. <laughs> Mitch too says, Tim, thanks to you, I have a newfound respect for anti-war. Good. But I need to hear you talk with boots on the ground to get the full context. Please have Tim Kennedy, Jocko Willink, or Dan Crenshaw on to discuss foreign policy. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've never to. been. I've I've never been in Afghanistan or Iraq. I've been in urban unrest and revolution in Egypt and things like that. So I've not been in a, in a situation where I'm in a bullet ridden building and they're shooting everywhere. But we had Sean Parnell on, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like half in agreement. Like we need to draw down our forces, but we need to maintain a presence. Otherwise, we get a power vacuum that can create something like ISIS. Dude, and I respect are, that one hundred percent. Are you familiar with Scott Horton? I am not. Okay, I don't agree with him on everything, but his uh, foreign policy journalism is really brilliant. I'd strongly recommend Horton? it. Horton? Uh, Scott Horton. Horton, Horton okay. Yeah. I'm going to write him down. Sock Papa Joe says, will you have Matt and Blonde on? Oh, of course. They are. Matt I Chris- have a standing invite. Oh, Matt Christensen. Yeah, Matt Christensen. Like he's that. awesome. He's great. He, um, I, don't, I don't know. If, I mean, he's a, I'm pretty sure he's far away from, from he here. He is, and mm. he does not want to visit us. No, oh, there you Oof. go. Rude. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. No, sorry, he hates yeah. us. It's <laughs> true. Uh, Vasht says anime was a mistake. Um, how do we ban someone from from permanently on YouTube? No, we're not <laughs> there's, doing there's, that. They were You're banned. Ban- that's the only thing. No free speech for you. <laughs> Your speech. <laughs> I refuse to ban you for saying anime sucks. <laughs> Missy Riley says, "I live in Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer is an insufferable screech owl. Mm. Every time someone comes against her, she throws a pissy fit and takes it out on the entire state." <laughs> all right, but are you <laughs> sure? Person. That sounds pretty sexist to me. I think if a man did all the exact same things, she'd call him a strong leader. It'd be a piss fit. Lo- <laughs> Logan Matthews <laughs> says, "The Spanish Civil War researched this." 
I believe we are witnessing a communist revolution, despite who wins the election. Yeah, it mm. looks like it. Yeah. You, uh, 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 J.B. Palmer says you can't have Alex Jones on unless you have Joe Rogan there to wrangle him. Correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, you need Adam one. Is his, his handler. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do seem to be tracking uh, very similar to the Spanish Civil War. If you watch, I watched yeah. a history video about it, like breaking it down. It's creepy. What Just was need that? another St. Jose Maria so, Scriva. What was it? It was the what fascist. Was yeah. oh, he, he was just a, a Catholic saint I very much admire who came ah. from that era. Yeah, he so it was his the answer, communists and the fascists. His a big part of uh, of his ministry um, was about like sanctifying your life and yourself and becoming a better person and a holier person through your work. Uh, whereas because the communists have a strictly materialistic worldview, they they think the only value of work can be the material which you create or the material that it provides you with. We just got a really, really great recommendation, and I think you have to uh, you have to make this. Oh no! Denine says we need a cartoon of Tim and Ben Shapiro talking and getting faster and faster <laughs> till some wormhole in space time <laughs> opens up. <laughs> also, Obama called the right clingers. Yes. What a rude guy. He also say I cling to their guns and their Bitter Bibles. Clingers. Um, oh, they cling oh, to their guns and Bibles. I think Tim and Ben Shapiro could be funny. I was gonna do a video forever ago with like Ben Shapiro and Camille Paglia because they both talked really, really oh, quick. Yeah. He's like, okay, da, 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 da. like they have, they, they actually kind of have similar speech patterns mm-hmm. as well. I think Tim and Ben Shapiro could work as well. What What if you do a thing where it's like all of the fastest talking commentators this is all in one room together, and then they just keep talking <laughs> faster and faster, and then like There's micro machines wormhole, kind of. but it, but then it like it zooms out. Like the room is slowly zooming out as they're talking faster and faster. And then it, you see like there's a window and there's a scientist standing outside and they're inside a warp drive in the Star Trek ship. <laughs> and that's all. And it goes. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. That's yeah. the fuel. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Fast yeah. talking political commentators. <laughs> that's right. Faster. They're like warp nine engage. <laughs> and then and then uh, 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 we're all holding tablets and it pops up with a news story and we all go. <gasps> <laughs> and it goes. <laughs> Culture commentary. Warp nine. Yeah, man. Politically Defiant says, sorry, I was asking if you had anyone that does their own sound effects like Michael Winslow. Okay. Then I was inferring that your jacket was Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, okay. Reference okay. three, I was asking if you could do a Jordan Peterson impression if he were to parody Tim. It's like, all right, so let me think about Tim Pool. Tim Pool talks like, okay, so today Donald Trump did this thing <laughs> that we have to look at because it's very important for us to examine this issue. That's that's a Jordan Peterson, Jordan Tim Peterson. Pool. I love it. I love Thank it. You. Now, what about Tim Pool doing Jordan Peterson? Oh, that's that's way tougher. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be because here, here's why that would be difficult. Because when I did the Jordan Peterson imitating Tim Pool, I did the Jordan Peterson voice with the Tim Pool mannerisms, but I can't do the Tim Pool voice to do the Jordan Peterson mannerisms. You can. The only thing I have of Tim Pool's, the only Tim Pool impression I have is his mannerisms. I don't mm-hmm. have his voice down. Yeah, I'm sorry just, to let you down. Boo. Uh, I'm Matthew Smith says, "Tim, you've been he a big inspiration." Gut. Hmm. Matthew Smith says, Tim, you've been a big inspiration for my 15-year-old son. He has his own YouTube channel where he exposes all the critical race theory and BLM indoctrination in high school. Oh, cool. cool. That's great. I can't click the link, but... uh, Yeah, we don't do links in comments. Yeah, I don't know. That's neat, though. Give me the name of the channel. I would shout it out. Cheers, man. Yeah. uh, Good for him. Start young. Um, By the way, I think I do maybe have a Tim Pool. If you're not going to embody the archetypal mythos of the hero by metaphorically dying, you're never going to catch the (laughs) snake, folks. Yes. Yeah, but I would probably actually do an impersonation of Jordan Peterson. I want to hear your impersonation of Jordan Peterson. I don't know if I can do it right now. It has to, like, a lot of my impersonations have to just happen. You know, I'm not not like you. You know, I don't practice this kind of thing. You're not a psycho like I am, and you can just belt these out. Yeah, you can just instantly turn into Ben Shapiro. It's weird. It's it's a strange thing. I I don't know what it is. I think it starts, uh, maybe I've mentioned this before, but 
I kind of, I'll inadvertently notice that I'm sponging off of someone's personality if I spend enough time around them or like listen to enough of their content. You're talking it's, faster and faster. It, okay, so I'm starting to turn into Temple. No, um, when I, but when I, so like, especially when I'm animating too, I'll listen to podcasts and sometimes that person's voice will just seep into my brain. And then I'll, I'll realize that I'm like using phrases that that person usually uses and I'll flag and be like, oh, that's a phrase Ben Shapiro uses. That's not a Seamus phrase. And I put that in like the Ben Shapiro voice oh, category. Nice. And then later it, it comes back, which is part of why it's difficult for me to do impressions of people who I genuinely don't like. Usually my impressions of people who I like are a lot better than my impressions of people yeah. who I don't like because it's just aggravating for me to put myself in the headspace of a person who I genuinely find difficult Dude, to think about. I wrote some songs with really negative lyrics. It's hard to sing those songs over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It reinforces that. I could totally see that. Let's see. Walking Conundrum says, I recommend the anime Dr. Stone and Legend of Legendary Heroes. Bunch of weebs. Tim. Their story <laughs> your fans are relevant today. Dr. Stone's awesome. You know what it's about? No. So it's like, it's really weird. Ben Shapiro's wife. So for some reason, everyone gets turned to stone. And then this. Well, that's awesome. Right. And then it's like 10,000 or 15,000 years in the future. And one of the dudes who's a super genius, like turns to normal mm -hmm. but humanity is like wiped out so everyone's living yeah. in tribal villages but he knows it. all of this science the reason the show's cool is because like i watch i watch a couple episodes but he's like we're gonna build a cell phone how do we do it and then they actually go through like how do you mine cool. the rock how do you turn it into wire oh, that's really cool so you're like watching an anime where there's conflict stuff yeah but it, i'm actually like i didn't know how that's how you Tells made you how filament, to build you know? the phone yeah mm -hmm. yeah he, made, he, he, cool. he uh he made uh, um vacuum tubes and explained why you use vacuum tubes for like you can make graphene in vacuum. It's like tubes. Bill Nye, but actually interesting. <laughs> you know, interesting. Yeah. Bill Nye, the bachelor's in mechanical engineering yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. like, All right, uh, let's see, what we got here chemical Dr. vapor Stone deposition. Yeah. Control Alt Right says Tim Man, when are you getting back on the road to cover stuff like back in Occupy Wall Street days, and or send people out to cover it? Would be cool. There are people. It's the scanner crew at CNR, and they they've done a bunch of things. They're editorially independent. I don't tell them what they can or can't do. They do, your th they do their thing, so I don't know what they're covering. I probably won't be on the ground for a while just because the more content I make, the higher my profile and the, the, the worse security risks have become. So, like, I stopped doing it because Antifa was threatening me and, I, like, posting pictures of my mom and stuff. That's wrong. I couldn't do it. I, yeah. So I was like, okay. It. it was becoming, like, I would go to events and people would look for me. Protect Tim's you mom, know? guys. I always like yeah. that story of, like, the, the great warrior youth that goes out and lives and, like, fights and then eventually they retire to the throne and that's just to spend right, the wait, rest wait. of their days in the chamber, like commanding from the centerpiece because they want to protect him you know matthew smith who mentioned that his 15 year old son has a youtube yeah. channel where he exposes critical race theory and blm indoctrination in his high school he said 15 year old son's channel name is called maxim smith okay m-a-x-i-m-s-m-i-t-h writing it down might not be uh it, it's 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 sometimes difficult to do a search on youtube because youtube is really trying to prop up big mainstream media yeah but uh y'all should see if you can figure find that channel usually and, you can uh, type in youtube.com slash channel name right take not always no. sometimes people will name their channel but like the url is already taken it took me a while to get the freedom tunes and, and i always tell people i don't don't subscribe to other people's channels like don't promote them subscribe if you watch the content and you plan on watching it again mm -hmm. because if i said like hey everybody go watch you know seamus's which you should freedom but, tunes but if they don't if they don't end up watching it's bad for your channel 
Yeah, if I have a bunch oh, of subs you don't watch. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. YouTube will be like, oh, it must not be working. The channel must be bad. Or but guys, if you want to be bad for my channel, just go to youtube.com slash freedomtunes. That's freedom, T-O-O-N-S. Uh, you know, subscribe, check the content out. I think you'll enjoy our newest video. It's You're also good on Twitter, it's right? Also on Twitter, yeah. I really want to plug the YouTube channel, though, so you all can see the new video I did about Joe Biden. Yes. But yes, Twitter oh, is, yeah. is is at Seamus underscore Coughlin, and my name is spelled S-E-A-M-U-S underscore C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N. Seth Tower Heard says, Lions hoodie. I lived in Brookfield from 2012 yep. to 2013. Always wondered if I ever ran into Tim, Seamus, etc. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. I was not there at that time. No, yeah, I, yeah. uh, that is funny though. It's, it's a small world. I, so when I was a little kid, we lived in the inner city, but we moved out to the suburbs when I was a small lad, but the entire extended family lived on the south side. So we were out there a lot and, it's uh, just, it's a small world because when I came and, and met Tim, like him and a number of other people here and a number of other people who have been guests are all from the same area. We, Jack, Jack Murphy. Yeah, Jack Murphy. So I was talking with him about it yesterday. We're like waxing about Portillo's. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. I did a bunch of And you live in Chicago, Chicago too. Yeah, on the yeah. north side up in Ravenswood. And then I moved to like uh, no Lincoln and Belmont for a while. Yeah. No way. I love that city. We, have an, we, have an, we got an important super chat. Seth Goldberg says, what's all your favorite anime and why is it JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? <laughs> no. Also, Tim, probably for not caving to the audience when they tell you who to get my favorite anime um objectively the best anime death note excuse me oh yeah there's no question I, that's the only anime i've ever seen any part of that's I, death I, had, note. I had an ex-girlfriend who was watching it and she's like watch it with me i was like okay this is like this is actually kind of engaging it is yeah the first season like the first half of death notes like story arc is oh yeah that, triple plus that awesome. i didn't finish it yeah. the last arc is 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 good it's good. But the first part with L and Light is just some of the best storytelling. The best. Oh, it is so good. You know what? Actually, in college, uh, a buddy of mine and I, and my roommate, we watched the Netflix adaptation. No. No. no oh, no, man. No. It was bad. It was bad. Painful. I think mine's How Cowboy Bebop, but I haven't seen much oh, of it. Oh, dude. It's really good. Yeah. You guys are all weebs and I'm sick. Cow <laughs> sickened. Cowboy Bebop is one of the best shows, period, Dang, ever. Show and and it's, so, it's so unfortunate that it ended up getting canceled so early. I guess I was reading about it. It's because that there it was very violent, gun, blood, mm. people getting shot. And at the time when the show was on in Japan, there was like a big push against over like oh, heavy yeah. violence and stuff. Are they so. disarmed the population of Japan? I think so. I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, Japan. Right, I'm pretty sure they have strict gun control laws in Japan. All right. Yeah. Here's 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 the uh, here here's the last super chat because we're a little bit over. We're gonna we're gonna wrap. Kimchi ninety three says. You need to do a Freedom Tunes as Tim Pool as Alex Jones. Tim Fowers. Why? That's all right. Oh, that's yeah. actually pretty funny. Why is everyone always telling me what to do? <laughs> is that right? They love you. They want to Welcome use to you. Because they don't have, being used. They, because they want to hear Jordan Peterson and Alex Jones mud wrestle, but they can't make it happen, and you can. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's extremely flattering. I do appreciate that people love the cartoon so much that they want so, to recommend yeah. ideas. So you're going to Jordan Peterson and Alex Jones mud wrestling? Well, we'll talk about it later, Tim. <laughs> yeah, we just got to get busy. real Let's mud. Let's wait till after get the election. Slapping guys, sound. My, my my chair broke. It did. No, yeah. did you notice that? Is this your way of telling me I can't sit in the captain's seat on election? Yeah, no, it's my way sorry. of saying that's our show, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> uh, be able to fix that. We're a little over. Yeah, I just pulled the thing off and threw it because I'm like, I don't know what happened. It just oh. hit me in the leg. But uh, hey, uh, we we're a little bit over, so we're gonna wrap it up. But thanks for hanging out, everybody. Seamus. I heard that you make cartoons. I do, actually. I make cartoons. I voice them, write a lot of them. I, I, it's gotten to the point. I'm very blessed I have some people who are able to help me because of the money that we're pulling in. Um, but we could always use help because ad revenue is pretty unreliable. YouTube can be fickle. So if you want to help us make more, check us out at patreon.com slash freedomtunes. The channel itself is youtube.com slash freedomtunes. We upload a video at least once a week. 
T-O-O-N-S. T-O-O-N-S. And I think um, political or, or otherwise, we might be one of the, if not the only animated channel that does upload a, a new cartoon every single week. I think maybe, wow. yeah, yeah. Talented, An- animation is pretty dead on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Um, I think that there, there might be one channel or the other, but even they skip more often. Like we are really consistent. It is every Thursday and sometimes on Tuesdays as well. Oh, nice. Cool. You got a team, right? Yeah, I've got a small team of freelancers uh, at this point because there's just no way I could do it all on my own anymore. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, we, we've also expanded towards... And I, know I didn't want all my eggs in the YouTube basket, so we've expanded towards like taking on clients as well. Uh, so if you are a, a business or you work at some kind of think tank or with or a religious you organization, mud wrestling. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, if you're, if you're right looking on. for animation, hit us. You up. You have a Twitter? So, yes, uh, at Seamus underscore Coglin. It is spelled impossibly S E A M U S underscore C O U G H L I N. If you put a it's like link Cough, in the description, Coughlin. Yeah, like Coughlin. Coughlin. yeah, like Seamus yeah. Coughlin. If you want there to you go. But there's an underscore also. So yeah, check it out. Thank you so much. God bless. You guys can of course follow Ian. You can call me. You can call me not on the phone because I won't answer that. Uh, you can call me at Ian Crossland. <laughs> right. I don't know why I said call me. Wouldn't phone, it be funny man. if you just gave everyone your phone I'm number? Give me a text. Me, yeah. It's Ian Crossland. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up on Twitter. You can follow at Sour Patch Lids. You can. I'm over here. L-Y-D-S. And of course, smash that like button on your way out. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at TimCast. Check out my other YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash TimCast, YouTube.com slash TimCastNews. We, we have someone coming tomorrow, right? We do. It is Christopher. Guys, 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 guys. It's Chris Rufo. Christopher Steele. Oh, okay. Oh. Chris Rufo. He better not cancel on he's us He's coming. Now. He's not canceling. I got him all squared <laughs> away. I got him pinned, guys. This is the foremost expert on the critical oh, race theory stuff oh, fascinating. Uh, outside of James Lindsay. So Chris Rufo is like, he's the guy who went on Fox News and, you know, called on Trump to ban the stuff and then Trump did. So this is going to be very, very in-depth on the wokeness, intersectionality and stuff. And it's going to be a whole lot of me going, I agree. (laughs) I agree. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live and uh, we'll see you then. Bye, guys. Love you.